makes me brighter um hello welcome to another episode of this is entertainment or it's entertainment i don't know because I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna branch us off uh today and actually give us like our own channel and everything and i because i've made this is noise now is this is noise media which out features all the shows underneath it and i i'm trying to figure out i don't know if it's gonna be it's entertainment with learning deeds. This is entertainment still. I haven't I haven't really like figured that out. But welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. We're we're here and we're back. Hi. This is gonna be episode one of our own. Like it's still a it's still continuation oh, of our show, but as our own entity separating from the this is noise. Um, I I guess just folder show cha- the channel. So it's, we're gonna have our own our own channel, um, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about this where we Deeds and I were just talking backstage here, and we were talking about the trend, not even a trend, just what's going around that. Is it Seosin or Seosin? And I'm I'm going I'm going I don't care what people in the band say I don't care what the original members say it's Seosin. You you're not gonna tell me any different. You're not going to tell me that it's say ocean. Not now. It's been what? Like 15 years. <laughs> like You're not going to tell me after 15 years that I've been saying it wrong. I mean, <laughs> we're probably, not, we're, probably we're, longer actually. Yeah. There's, there's no way we're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not playing this game. <laughs> and like, and like, didn't he leave? The, didn't he leave the band? Anthony green. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But I'm pretty sure when they like came back, I don't know if they did new music or they did like a tour or something like that. Um, he came back for that. So I think he's still technically like they're still technically like he's he's the singer of the band, but I don't I who knows what's going on with that shit. I don't We I don't. we were uh AJ got a clip of him that we were gonna use um in a old uh, mixtape uh studio update video that got made but never released because no one liked it. The idea idea behind it was that um, AJ wasn't in the studio because uh, his job at the time, like he was, he, he was, I don't know, he was doing something with shows, but like he was essentially hanging out with Anthony Green the entire, the entire day. (laughs) And so he got a, he got he took his camera and he recorded Anthony Green and like Anthony Green's got this like giant wrench and he's like, "Hey guys, AJ's hanging out with me today." <laughs> and I, I kind of love it. I kinda- and like 
So the whole thing was that like me, Joe, me, Joey, and Jeremy were like bugging out because we're like, where the hell is AJ? And then like we see that we get this update and there's Anthony Green and he says that he that AJ's hanging out with him. And then we go, Well, fuck, like, what are we what are we supposed to do? Like, we're supposed to track vocals. Who's gonna sing? And then me and Jeremy look at Joey, and then it cuts to Joey in the vocal booth. Just like screeching like uh, the chorus of one of our songs because Joey's not the best singer, but he was purposefully <laughs> just making himself worse anyway because that was because well, that was that was the joke behind it. And then so he does that, and then it cuts to me and Jeremy in the control room, just like it's, it's, it's so bad. And then it, it then it cuts to like. Me with my head down, just like, oh, no. And Jeremy just like, what have we done? And then it cuts to Joe, and he goes, I don't know about you guys. I think it sounds great. <laughs> and like, I thought, like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong in that I came up with the concept, but I feel like that was something where I was like, what if we did this? Um, And that's not why. It just – I don't think the other guys liked, like, just – how it came out but like i thought it was fucking hilarious like i thought it was great and like it would have been like it would have been a fun little studio update because we only released one um, um we were we were in the studio for a little bit technically yeah i mean i i love that say i love that it's sayosin just for everybody listening it's Se- yeah no it's say it's sayosin say ocean like what yeah i don't I don't, I, I don't know what that is, but I love that first record. But like, I never listened to Circus. Say Ocean, which one? Yeah, like I, I never listened to Circus. Atlantic or, like, yeah. <laughs> or Pacific? Atlantic or Pacific? Um, but that's that's going around, and I just feel like, yeah, you can't, you can't tell me after over a decade no. that something different. No, now. no, no. It's no. not. That's not. That's not what we're doing. Seosin, um, Anthony Green is wrong. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Suck it, Anthony Green. I'm sorry. You seem like a really nice guy. I don't mean that. That was kind of that was rude. That was that was mean. Um, but I I, I I I was gonna be I was gonna cut in and be like, no, I'll say the nice. <laughs> He, 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 he really he, does. He, he seems like an awesome dude, like a normal. He, 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 he was really cool to 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 give us that little clip and like gave us the green light to use it in our studio update, and we just never did. Sorry, this is like absolutely ridiculous. So I I joined. So obviously, like I'm streaming on Twitch and everything now. So I'm trying to find like other streamers to collab with and like stuff like that. So I've joined a bunch of Discord groups, and I just like. That like I don't I don't want the normal conversations like I don't I don't want the hey good morning everybody like I just want to know what's going on I just get slammed with just Discord notifications all day where I'm just like shut up maybe that maybe that's just me maybe it's just like my tolerance of human beings is just getting less and less so I'm just like shut the fuck up but like I'm ha- I'm happy to like play games with you guys. Like you can come on the show. It's cool, but I'm like stop. I don't I don't care about like your job interview. I don't fuck the patriarchy. Stop working bullshit jobs. Quit the job. Do what you want to do. I don't care. But <laughs> and I I can't figure out Discord worth shit. Stop. Um so we're 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 going to talk because you know we're kind of off for a little bit. 
we're we're gonna talk Loki and we're gonna kinda slam it into a couple different um couple days you know all all the last three episodes basically we've got four five and six into one one giant thing right now well i just want to say that it was fucking awesome <laughs> it was to just absolutely... to just sum it up to sum it up real quickly i've talked i've like... talked about it with a couple different people where like you know the disney plus shows you know, because you've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we're used to these big budget, like huge two hour, two and a half hour films. And then you know, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna get like our little our spinoff shows." And anybody who's watched TV since the nineties, a lot of the time, spinoff shows don't do great. But like Disney, well, no, because Disney- the idea the idea is traditionally they have a much lower budget than the movies because. That's how it goes, but yeah. that's not what Disney is doing. No, that and like the writing that goes that goes into it has just been in it's been so insanely good. <coughs> They're seriously knocking it out of the park where I feel like each show has been better and better as they've released. Um, which just makes me more excited. Like I'm already excited for the Moon Knight show, but just makes me even more excited for the Moon Knight show. Well, because is- that's that's amazing. One of, one of the reasons I feel like Loki in particular, which I felt like was really well written, uh, one of the reasons I believe for that is because I forget the guy's name, but like it was a Rick and Morty writer that wrote a bunch of, if not all six of the of the episodes, was it? And he learned under the tree of Dan Harmon and Dan Harmon's circle of storytelling. Like that, that is, that is tried and true. And if you, if, if, if you've mastered that formula, which I feel like the Rick and Morty guys have, um, sky's almost the limit. And I feel like they, I feel like because of that, they really knocked it out of the park. They, they really did. And just to kind of sum up the last, you know, three episodes um of course we've got you know from the loki variants and richard e grant coming in and crushing it as classic loki um don't don't discredit the alligator that alligator freaking nailed it i i will I, I will i will get to um as i as i've seen him dubbed on the internet as florida loki not alligator loki we've got florida loki and his chaotic nature <laughs> um, oh, gee, no, no, i heard i heard loki gator um where you know with with the variants and then they go after um i think it's like Alaranth or something is the name of the big cloud and and, you know, of course, you know, they enchant it. Richard Grant fulfills his glorious purpose by bringing up this gigantic. Um, fuck, what, what is it called? Asgard. Uh, yeah. And just like, I, I can't, I want to say, I want to say it is a distraction, but like. What he, it was like an after image. Fuck. I don't remember. I don't, I, I can't, I don't know. Uh, but, well, but he brings his. His, like, his, because, like, it seemed that, like, you know, each Loki, like, while they had similar powers, each Loki variant kind of had, like, you know, something different. And um, OG Loki, Richard E. Grant Loki, excuse me, um, he was really good at 
conjuring illusions like uh, his illusions that's the word i was looking for my brain was just like no you're not gonna get it um you know because he did an illusion so well that it tricked thanos into thinking that he actually killed him and then he just floated among space debris yep until yeah. he landed on a planet he, he millennium so, falconed himself on the garbage of the uh <laughs> um and then the only reason he was caught is because he got lonely after like 3,000 years or something like that and wanted to know if anyone in Asgard missed him. <laughs> that and, you know, and because so, Sylvie brings it up too, which is an excellent, excellent quote from it is like, because I dropped my as, pen. As, um, as Tom Hiddleston's Loki is watching this giant illusion of Asgard, she does say to him too, she was like, maybe we're more powerful than we think. Basically showing, you know, obviously because. Richard E. Grant's Loki, his classic Loki, was older, and like you say, he'd been sitting on a plant for 3,000 years. This dude had so much time to work with his illusions, his magic, his powers, where it's like, oh, I can I can do more than <laughs> what, I, what I know. I can do more than just turn myself into Chris Evans and mock his, you know, his patriotism. This is amazing. But, of course, right after that, the big reveal is um, the fact is Kang is throwing in the the least evil Kang to then make way for the most evil Kang. Um, because I had to look this up. So as amongst the Kang variants, Just he has real quick. Specific, yes. Real quick, I could watch Jonathan Majors playing He Who Remains for hours. I want hours of him playing that specific character. And I hope at least one of the Kang variants that we come across is similar to he who remains because just every little choice that he made, like I don't even want to say that he hammed it up because that would suggest that like he was chewing the scenery, like, but you want to talk about an acting class and just Every little thing that he did, like while while some of it may have been goofy or whatever, it all just it fits so. What I, I want to see more of that character specifically. I was so entertained. So, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, there's obviously there's because Kang's whole thing is conquering time, and that's his whole thing in the comics. That's his spiel. So there are, I believe, there's also a. Basically, I think it's it's got a different name, but it's like a congregation of Kangs. It's basically your keepers of the timeline, except they're all Kang in it, it, in the it's, comic. It's universe. all Kang, and, and I've I've seen comic pages that show that there's like hundreds, if not thousands, of them. Where, when you know, because Jonathan Major says it too, when Sylvie stabs him, he's like, you know, he basically brings that he had said multiple times through his whole speech. And everything he was doing, like that is basically I can't I can't find it because I, I keep typing in like least evil Kang. But there is a version of Kang where he like he lives that he's the literal least evil. And also in the comics version, most powerful version of Kang, but he's also the least evil. And that's what we saw as he who remains and Sylvie just murked him. And he was like, well. And now you've released, you've basically released the crash. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you're now going to get the most evil versions of me now branching out from this timeline, which I believe was his whole point of keeping the sacred timeline was that way. Like it kind of yeah. just kept everything at bay 
And he was like, just work with me. And she was like, nah, brah. <laughs> and, and now we're just, it's like, you know, it's basically, you've just, it's the literal, you opened a can of worms. Like that's, that's exactly what Sylvie did in, in all yep. of this. Um, yep. And it's. Uh, this is all Sylvie's fault. We can thank her for this. And I think we will be thanking her for this because I think what we are about to get in the next couple, I don't. I don't think we'll really see too much of it in Shang-Chi. Um, Eternals may touch on it, but then Spider-Man and Multiverse of Madness are obviously going to be just yeah, right. I, I feel right like with multiversal. Yeah, I feel like Shang-Chi and um, Eternals, maybe, maybe in post-credits, mid-credits. It's gonna be but, like the it's gonna be like the Thanos motif, where like, oh, there he is, like, fine, I'll do it myself. It's gonna be little things like that, but then, like you said, exactly that, like, then Spider Man, Doctor Strange, that's where it's gonna be like, and now shit's about to hit the fan, and of course, um, but, which I think is scheduled for next year after Doctor Strange. I think we've got uh, Ant Man. Ant Man is twenty twenty three, I believe. Is it? I believe. I could be wrong on that. I can look it up in a second. The one thing I did, the one thing I did want to say though, is that like, I am, I'm excited for Shang Chi. Like that first trailer, like got me hyped in a way that like, not that I was sitting there going, oh, okay, Shang Chi, whatever. Like, it's a Marvel movie. I'm excited, but like after seeing that trailer, I'm sitting there going like, strip the Marvelness away from this movie. And I probably would have saw this trailer and been like, "Holy fuck, this looks great!" That that and the big thing whatever too. Whatever the hell, is, whatever the hell is going on here, I fucking love it. But you add to the fact that it is going to be MCU, and this dude is obviously going to join the fray in some way, shape, or form along the way. Like, hell yeah! Um, let me see if I can I find see, this. I, I want to see Shang Chi fuck people up, man. That and it's. What's really amazing too is I, you know, for me, I, I have very little knowledge on Shang-Chi. Like I have little tidbits of the comics and everything I've read. My knowledge of Shang-Chi. I know, I know what, what has been, what I have been told from like Kevin Smith and new rock stars on YouTube and, and Kevin Feige. Like that's what I know of Shang-Chi. I have not read, you know, we have established, I am not, I am not the best comic book nerd, quote unquote. So I obviously have not read any Shang-Chi books. Um, but just the legitimate hype, I found myself like I'm sitting there watching it and like I'm fi- I'm like I'm bobbing and like you're, you're the dragon. Like, like, yes, I will. Let's go. I want um, this movie out. Yeah, that's and that's kind of what, you know, at least with me, what happened was just it was exactly that same thing where I have zero knowledge on this movie. I have zero knowledge on this character, except from what I've been told by people who do know about this character and what they think the movie's going to be like and what Fahey has told us about the movie and everything and even what the cast members have said about the movie. And that's it. That's all I have. And when this got announced, I was like, eh. Like it was exactly that. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know anything about this. Like, I don't like whatever. Like, maybe he'll be a big, a big player later. But like, didn't matter. And then that first trailer dropped. The first full trailer, 
And I sat there and was like, I have never been excited about a comic book movie or just a movie based on something else with right? zero knowledge on the character and gone, right? I can't fucking wait for this movie to come out. Like, this is insane. Like, it I don't like, I know, I know so nothing. Good. It looks so good. That and, of course, there was also, um, which I've got pulled up, which I don't want to get, I don't want us to get sued by my Marvel. So I'll just play a quick little tidbit of it. And they stopped doing it, which I'm pretty sure we're just going to get probably it's going to just be more of the shows now, but they they did the one shots for a while where it's this, this is a minute and a half of, you know, this is, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, where he's, he's in jail and everything like that. And I guess this clip doesn't have all of it. I guess it is more than no. just a minute and a half. Oh, it, yeah, but it's, it, it's, it's about like 10, 15 minutes. Where, where that, it's that whole one shot ends with him sitting there and saying like the real Mandarin wants to see you, which I think is going to tie into obviously the real Mandarin, which I believe from the trailer, all I've got is Shang-Chi's father. Like that's so. <clears throat> Which kind of like they so they hinted at this is again this is what's so great about Marvel is they hinted at this motherfucker years ago and all we got is this like fifteen minute clip just excited to see Penn Kingsley and Sam Rockwell come back while they're sitting in prison post Iron Man two and three and then they're like oh there is a real Mandarin that's awesome and then them coming out and being like here's Shang Chi and and the twelve rings or ten rings whatever it is for the Mandarin and being like. By the way, the big bad's the Mandarin. Oh, by the way, it's Shang-Chi's father. And you're just like, what? Like that, it's still that whole exactly what they made it seem like to, you know, or not even what they made it seem like, what they did with the whole 10 years of buildup. They're still doing it where you're not paying attention. And you're mm -hmm. just like, oh, there's these one shots that like came out and that's cool. And it's like, by the way, here's the real Mandarin. Like you're, it's like, oh, oh, what? Excuse me. You're doing, you're doing what now? Um, and that's just like it gets me more and more hyped for this movie. Yeah. To the point where I think right now I am like Eternals looks great and I'm excited to see Eternals, but I am more excited for Shang-Chi right now than I am for any of the other MCU movies as of right now. Let, let's put it this way. I'd drop money for I'd drop money for Shang-Chi opening night. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm willing to wait on Eternals. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can wait until someone says no go. Um, mainly because and like, I feel like I'm get like, I'm just getting like I feel like like I feel like Feige's trying like this is Feige's make good for the Inhumans. Yeah, which also was that because that was that was Marvel, but it was technically ABC, right? Well, that was, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a movie. It was supposed to be MCU proper, but then they moved it to the television division mm -hmm. along with the agents of shield. And then essentially what they did was that like, whatever the movie was supposed to be was like the first two episodes or something like that. And then like, they had like another like four or six episodes or something like that that they added. I I haven't watched any of it. I heard it was bad, and that's not why I haven't watched it. I just have. I watched. Um, there's this. Uh, uh, there's these YouTubers, uh, Mr. Sunday Video or something like that. Mr. Sunday Movies. It's uh, two British guys. 
and um, they uh, the they watch stuff so I don't have to. And they did a whole break. <laughs> they, they did a whole breakdown of the Inhumans, and I was because like I was like I was in a mood where I was just like, all right, I was like, let me watch like like. Maybe I'll watch the Inhumans. Like it couldn't have been that bad, and they were just like, "It's terrible. Don't do it." <laughs> we, my, we already did. We'll tell you why. <laughs> my only interest in the <coughs> Inhumans show, and just in the Inhumans really in general, is Lockjaw. It's just your giant space bulldog. That's my only like. It's my only real interest in their story and my, their characters. That's my only. That was my there. only. My only interest was how Quake from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was going to tie into it. And she never did because it, it never went. Past, it got canceled <laughs> because it was terrible. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. And like I said, it's always something like, I'll give it a chance. Um, but the I thing, just... The, the thing I am excited about, though, is that because uh, I think like Feige has said for like the past couple years or whatever, like... He hasn't like outright said it, but he's kind of hinted that like maybe Agents of Shield isn't necessarily canon, right? But now that we're doing this whole multiverse of madness, like now we can now we can bring them in, and it can and it can be can it can just be here's an old here's an early alternate timeline that we've been watching that we watched because like I don't know it bums me out I was a real fan of that show. And it really bums me out that like they they tried and they wanted to and they even got Sam Jackson to cameo a couple times, mm-hmm. but he was really like the only one from the movies. Him, um, and uh, Colby Smulders. Him and Colby Smulders. That uh, was really it, I think. But that was that was really it. We never got like Cap or Iron Man or Thor or Banner or you know. I mean, we did, but I mean, it it gave us. It gave it gave, it gave us a Ghost Rider, at Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider, which I actually and you know what this is unpopular opinion. I actually enjoyed the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider movie, the first one. The second one was definitely like not great. Like neither of them were great, but I enjoyed the Nicolas Cage one. And then the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider, like I got into the lore of it. I was reading the comics online just to try and figure out what was going on, and I was so excited for it. And then I think they dropped they dropped that one too. I think they were setting him up for a whole series on who. Yeah, he was, and he they was, just he was it. supposed to get something, and like he's still kind of sitting in limbo. Like, will he be MC? And like, I kind of I hope they use that dude because like I thought he did fucking great. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're, and if, if you're gonna bring in Ghost Rider, I mean, we've already, you know, we've we've already uh, he wouldn't be the first second generation hero to be the start in the MCU because obviously, you know, Scott Lang is second gen Ant-Man or at least the most popular second gen Ant-Man. I don't know if there was actually someone before him or not, but uh, I, I want to say as far as my knowledge goes, it was just really um, just fucking, Hank, right? Yeah, it was just Hank Pym. And then um, when Hank turned into, I think Hank actually became yellow jacket in the comics. He wasn't exactly a villain. At first, I think there may have been a villain because I mean timelines and multiverses and everything like that. Um, yeah. But I think Scott Lang was the only other actual like Ant Man. I could be wrong with that. Um, I'm actually trying to see what overlaps, like what era Robbie Reyes's Ghost Rider is. 
because I feel like as far as comic book timelines go, I feel like he absolutely overlaps with uh, Sam Wilson cap and everything in the comics. So I, I mean, mean I, as far as timelines, if you're you know, pull, pulling what that would make sense. From, yeah. From the, from the comics into that, it looks like he does. Cause of course, you know, the ending of the one series was the secret wars and battle world. And that was all the, uh, the unit multiverse is basically what's happening now is the multiverse is colliding into one, new universe again which is kind of what solidified i'm not sure if i have a feeling that this this multiverse stuff is going to last a hell of a lot longer than we expect it to oh i hope so and good and i feel like it's it's going to end it's going to end with the russos coming back to do secret wars um you know what I like too, and I know they they touched on it in WandaVision, is and I and I think that's ha- because well, hang on just real quick, I'm not. There's so many avenues that can be taken with certain characters right now, and I guess I'm kind of just specifically talking about the Spider-Man characters, uh-huh. the, Spider- the Spider-Man characters, because like Feige has hinted that like we could see a, an MCU Venom. But everything that they're doing over on Venom, like there needs to be a Spider-Man. So like, I think I brought it up. Like, there's the rumor that they could bring back Andrew Garfield, and Garfield could be the Spider-Man in the Venom universe. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like it's all going to. I think Tom Hardy has a lot of pull and I think that if he wants to play in the MCU, I think he'll be able to play in the MCU. And I think, I think it only makes sense, especially with, I would say the casting of carnage specifically, the casting of Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson's great. A man. Yeah. And it's, and, and I mean, we could spend a whole two hours just talking about his whole fucking career arc. Um, but <laughs> he's grade a, and if I'm not mistaken, he's a comic book fan and I, he has a lot of pull. And if he wants to play in the MCU, I think he'll be able to play in the MCU. And then you also have, you had Ty, you have Tyrese come out and say that Morbius is part of the MCU mm-hmm. and Tyrese ain't dumb. Like, if he's saying it's part of the MCU, like he knows. So I don't know if he was, obviously he wasn't supposed to say that, but so I think there's a lot more at play here. And I think it's all probably leading to like, it'll probably be called like, it'll either be just be like Marvel secret wars or it'll be like Avengers secret wars. But I, th- I think that's what it's going to culminate in. And that is what's going to finally like reset the timeline. But that literally could be 10 years from now. Sorry, I'm listening. No, but that was it. These these notifications are driving me fucking crazy right now. (laughs) But like, like, like this could be the next 10 years. That's what I'm hoping for. And what, what I like about all of it is obviously there's the issues with, um, which also we don't need one anyway, but I think there were issues in the beginning. I think Marvel has it back now, so I could be wrong with um, Universal owning Hulk and still being part of the MCU. 
but that's why we never got another standalone movie. I don't know if that's been rectified since then, but at this I've, point we really don't need one. I think we touched on it briefly with Ruffalo coming back for uh She-Hulk and that's well, kind of what they're going to do with that. The rumor is that he might get his own like little mini series and like when they say mini series like they literally kind of just mean like four episodes kind of just like a little extra long movie break it up a little bit and um is the fact of obviously bringing in Evan Peters as Quicksilver in WandaVision. And now obviously we're getting more and more multiverse kind of things. We're kind of the same thing. We're like, you know, abomination looks a little bit different in Shang-Chi looks a little bit more comic accurate um, as opposed to his version in the incredible Hulk with Tim Roth. And I think that's going to kind of wave everything in where you can sit there and we can get away with like, well, why, you know, cause of course it's like, well, the recast and we know that that's how movies go. That's how things happen. Actors get recast. Terrence Howard was recast. Obviously we've got Edward Norton that was recast. Well, one of, one of, one of the rumors is that they're going to use this to like, you know, explain certain things and like that. And that essentially like, yeah, like Terrence Howard turning into Don Cheadle was he who remains. Which is absolutely correcting the timeline and like, yeah. Oh, this isn't quite right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I like about this is to kind of be able to make that more canon where it's like, all right, like it's still the same, but it's different. Um, speaking of Don Cheadle, did you watch space jam too? Not yet. Okay. So my... we've been meaning, we've been meaning to, we actually watched the first one the other day, but it was after I came home from FedEx and I couldn't, my my hot take on this movie without spoiling anything. Don Cheadle steals the show, first of all. Don Cheadle is the best part of the whole movie. The entire like the entirety of the movie. Don hey, Cheadle. Continue. I'm just gonna grab a drink. And also, you know, a lot of people are giving it hate and they're like, oh well, it's supposed to be a kid's movie. It's not amazing cinema. It's not really supposed to be. The original Space Jam with Michael Jordan is great, but again, not to like it wasn't intended to be this most amazing cinema. That wasn't the whole point of it. It was meant yep. to be this campy little like cutesy thing where, of course, adults are getting the adult jokes and the kids like it because Looney Tunes. And with all of that, so this is this is kind of this is a co copy and paste kind of thing. It's not meant to be amazing cinema. So I Look, realistically, I, it's got to be better than the first one because Jordan can't act. And we know that LeBron can. Yes. But, <laughs> but it was uh -oh. almost like it was written like he can't, in my opinion. It was, it was almost written like he can't. So I'm not saying it was the worst fucking movie of the year. Not even close. But. It's, I feel, in my opinion, it's one of those movies that it's worth the watch. Definitely watch it all the way through. Enjoy it for what it is. And then there you go. There's no use comparing it to the OG. There's no use comparing it to what's coming next. If there's something coming next, which I think there's rumors of The Rock coming in and doing a Space Jam 3 or something like that. Because we need, we need more Dwayne Johnson movies. Um, 
So that's how The Rock's going to get back in the ring. He's going to wrestle with the Looney Tunes. I got, dude, I hope so. I, you know what? If that's what we're going to do, I would love to see The Rock come out and wrestle the Gossamer. That's just, you know, that's, that's kind of, or Foghorn Leghorn. Could you imagine that? Foghorn's just in a high school unitard, just ready to go and wrestle The Rock. And The Rock comes out and he's like, I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> he just comes out ready to go. I would love that. Oh, I would absolutely love that. Oh, this is oh, this is <laughs> okay. So, Space Jam is a Warner Brothers property. Yes. Warner Warner Brothers owns Turner Warner, right? Warner right. Turner, like, right? Turner has WWE's competition AEW. <laughs> So, realistically, if Rock does this movie, <laughs> the 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 he's they're not gonna be they're not gonna go to WWE guys. They have wrestlers already in house. Yes, that movie's never gonna get made. <laughs> I can tell you right now that movie is never going to get not with the rock, not with the rock, not with the rock because like, because realistically, like they would not, I mean, they could, they could, but that would just be so dumb on Warner's part Yes, to pay the WWE just because that's where the rocks connection is. Yes. But Rock is Rock is a loyal dude. And I mean like I'm not sure what Vince could do, but like I feel like like I I, I feel like I feel like there'd be a couple three AM phone calls with Vince just like Rock, please. <laughs> Don't do it. Like you you can't you're gonna are you gonna wrestle Cody? <laughs> They're gonna steal Cody's talent. <sighs> that that gonna, yeah, that's that movie's point. never that's never gonna get made with The Rock because it's Warner's. That's, that's the funny thing, and I can I can tell you this, and it doesn't spoil any of the movie. There's no talent stealing in this one. There, there's no that premise is not not even a thought in this movie. But they, but but so what like. Well, well, I know like Don Cheadle plays some AI, so like, yes. doesn't he? So doesn't, but doesn't he? Obviously, he makes them, but like, doesn't he make them based off of NBA and WNBA players? Okay, so here's here's the spoiler free synopsis, and I'm going to stutter through this so I don't spoil anything for you. Well, well just but is that isn't that what happens? Like, kind of, yes. So Le- LeBron, LeBron is bad dad. He, he wants his kids to play basketball. One kid wants to make video games. So the opening of the movie is sitting down with Warner and them. And, you know, Don Cheadle's AI is like, we want this big plan and we want you to be the spokesperson of it. And LeBron's like, this is lame. Fuck that. <laughs> so then AI Don Cheadle, because he can think for himself and because he's Don fucking Cheadle, <laughs> goes, nah, that's not what we're doing sucks in his kid and himself into the internet, <clears throat> into the Warner Brothers servers. 
because his son is into games, he has created his own basketball game where he has used his connections through LeBron playing. He has actually scanned stats of the players. Don Cheadle steals his video game algorithm to create the players. So it's not, it's not so much stealing the talents. He just, he, you know, he plays good, you know, the great and powerful Oz basically. He's yeah. like, Oh, well, if you do, you know, he's like, do this. Cause your dad never cared. And then he makes these monster um, players. The squad. Yes. And, but, but they are based off of, isn't it three NBA players and two WNBA players? Yes. But then they throw in where they're mixed with monsters, like they're mixed with. Well, animals. yeah, but that's <laughs> but that's that's besides the point because obviously the first one it was aliens that stole the NBA talent. The point is, regardless of whatever, like whether it's talent stealing, whether you bring back Don Cheadle, Don <laughs> Cheadle is going to base the wrestlers off of AEW wrestlers because they are a Warner comp. They are under the Warner umbrella, and the Rock is a WWE guy. This movie will never get made with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Unless he's coming in with, like, maybe we get a Fast and Furious Space Jam crossover. I don't know. We're, we're just going to keep making those movies. I don't I don't know. Well, no, the Rock, the Rock says that he's done with the Fast and Furious movies. Like, he's not doing anymore. I think as far as they have, as far as because Vin Diesel it, has said, there's only going to be one more anyway. He's mentioned in multiple interviews with Paul Walker from the beginning. 10. That was the whole plan to begin with. As long as they were able to keep making them, they were going to stop at 10. So there's really no, I didn't see the the, last one anyway. But the idea is to continue the franchise with a new, like whether Ludacris and Tyrese stay on or not. Like I know Vin Diesel and like the main, but like the idea is to spin it off, you know, so like, in this, like, if the if if ten is the last one, if ten is the last one, like, we're gonna get introduced to like a couple of our new crew that we're supposed to follow. We're, we're, we're just gonna get more Hobbs and Shaw style movies, is what you're saying? Is like just kind of like spin off I mean, of we, the actual character of the characters from the movies. Well, no, but like, okay, so like, ideally, like, you know, like you would continue the movie. Like, if Vin Diesel wants to like stop, you would continue the movies, but like. You would continue the movies with Han and Tyrese and 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 Lynn and Ludacris and and whoever else, but more than likely they're all going to end it. So in ten, we're going to get introduced to new people who join our crew for one last mission or whatever, and then our main crew is going to retire, and then we're going to follow these new guys that we were just introduced with in the tenth movie. All, and it's funny, all I know from this recent one is that Tyrese and Ludacris go to space. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all I know from this movie. That's all I know, and that's all I need to know. And you know what? We've all seen Tyrese's and, social and, media and, problems. He needs John to eat. Cena. Oh, I forgot he's in it because you can't see him. I, I completely forgot. <laughs> he's, he, he, he's, uh, he's Vin Diesel's brother. I completely forgot about that. I just kind of like, I knew the movie was coming out and I haven't had a tradition with my best friend in Jersey that we would go see them since like six, we would go see them in theaters. And 
I wasn't there. Like, obviously, I'm in Florida, and he's he's back in Jersey, so he didn't even go there. Like, he didn't even go see the movie, as far as I know. And all I saw was a clip online of just Tyrese and Ludacris in space. I was like, I sent him the text. I was like, did this This happen? This is ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, did this really happen? He goes, it did. And I didn't see the movie, but it did happen. It is is part of the movie. I was like, um, okay. And that was, I mean, that was what I expected, too, from the Fast and Furious movies after, like, four was yeah. it was just going to get more and more absurd, and that's what I was going to see it for. It wasn't like, the story. Like, it wasn't family. It was, four, I want to see how was, ridiculous. Four was still a little grounded, but, like, once we kicked off five, it was just like, oh, okay, now we're going. Now we're a franchise. Yeah, like, it just kind of, like, just got more and more absurd, and that's what I was going for. I think the and they last- essentially they essentially started making, like, Rocket League the movie. Yes. And I think the last one I did see in theaters, I think obviously was eight. And I think that's the one where the rock like hangs out of the snowmobile and kicks the torpedo back. I was like, that's what I'm paying money for. This is, this is what you guys are getting paid for. That's what I want to see. I want to see, like, I know in the trailer for this one, they like hook the car and swing across a Canyon. I'm like, that's what I'm paying money for. That's exactly what I want out of these movies. I still like the one where he's in the hospital with the broken arm and he sees oh, shit and he flexes and then he looks and then he looks towards his daughter and he goes, sorry, sweetie, daddy's got to go to work and breaks out of the fucking cast. Yeah. And, all, and it's not even like he like moves his arm. He just flexes and it just shatters. And you're like, that's that. But that's exactly it. That's what I'm paying money for. That's what I want to see. <laughs> and you know, and you know, the Rock was sitting there being like, "This is ridiculous. This is this is gonna look great, though." Because <laughs> um, he's not an idiot. He he knows what's real and what's not. But he's sitting there going like, "This is gonna be badass." <laughs> and look, I think I feel like this is one of those things where, and you see it with a lot of actors too, where you've you've done the work, you have put all the effort in. You are you are now a a name. You are a name brand to cinema. The Rock has done the movies he's wanted to do. He has absolutely done the things he's wanted to do up to this point. He can do whatever he wants. It's well, not he, even has the been, he has been doing whatever he wants That's for what like I'm saying. the last 10 years. That's what I'm saying. It's just like he's he's done the work. He's been in the movies either he doesn't want to do. Like, he's no, gotten like, to that like, point where he can just go, yeah, I'll take that. That seems stupid as shit, but let's do it. Like, I love that. I love it. Do not kid yourself. The man wanted to do Jungle Cruise. That's what I'm saying. He was like, he got the script and went, yep. This, yeah, I'm in. Like, a thousand percent. This is no longer a Dwayne is doing this for money. This is a Dwayne is doing this for fun. He is enjoying every second of every movie he's made, whether it's good or bad, since Tooth Fairy. He is just like, that's fine. I'm I'm in it. Let's let's fucking do it. Like, let's let's do this. When when because he went through, and it's the period that John Cena is going through now. He went through a small period where he he he. Because The Rock was big. Yes. When he when he first left wrestling, like just he was big. Hmm. Um, and he tried to slim out because there's only so much you can do when you are that big. Yeah. There's only so many roles that you can be quote unquote believable in. Hmm. You know. John Cena, it takes about 15, 20 minutes, but like after that point in, in cock blockers, you forget that he looks awkward in the like, shirt because compared, he, compared to everybody else. Because he's so huge. 
Um, and like, it was around like be cool and like the tooth fairy where like the rock was really trying to like slim out to try to, mm-hmm. and then somewhere along the line, he just said, nah, fuck that. Got fucking beefy. Yep. Bigger than he ever was. And it's been fucking, it's, it's been smooth sailing for him since that point. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one of those things where like, I don't care if the movies are bad I, 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 you know, it's my big thing when people start talking, you know, you got trolls and gatekeepers on the internet. It's this man has gotten himself to a point to do exactly what he wants to do. And he doesn't care what comes across his desk. He goes, that looks fun. Let's fucking do that. And that's exactly that. Like that scene in Fast and Furious that you're talking about where he's like, I'm just going to flex and the cast is going to fall off where he, he absolutely exactly. He just, he was like, that's fucking stupid. Let's do it. Like, let's let's do another take of this. Hold on, let's do yeah. one more. I think I can do this better because it's so absurd that he's having the time of his life. It's fun as shit. <laughs> I think what John Cena is trying to do now is he's trying to slim out, but I think he's trying to get into a spot where almost like a fighter uh-huh. where he, he can be a little slimmer normally, but if he needs to like beef up a little bit for a role or to go back into wrestling – you know, he adds on a couple, you know, a couple yeah. heavier weights, more weights, and you know, gets that pump back on. But then when he when he doesn't necessarily need it for an action roller for wrestling, he can slim down to a more smaller weight. That way he can be quote unquote believable in more parts. Which speaking of John Cena, I haven't had a chance to watch the recent trailer yet, but I've seen a clip of from the new Suicide Squad where he's planting C4 on the wall and King shark just holds up a thing goes peacemaker. And he just goes, shut up. I don't look like that at all. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm here for John Cena. I'm here for the Cena. He's got to knock knock it out of the park before the movie was even done. They greenlit a peacemaker series, which I think is either is in post-production right now. You would know. Yeah. They're they're done filming. (laughs) The they, movies they, aren't even out yet, and they're done with they're, this. They're, they're, done, done, this they're done filming. We're going to get Suicide Squad, and then eventually we're going to get the Peacemaker series. I'm actually but yeah, I'm like so he knocked it out of this. the park. He knocked it out of the park that well that HBO was like, "Can we do something with this?" And James <laughs> Gunn and James Gunn was like, "Yes, please." I'm, I'm that's that's why he didn't go back to Guardians right away. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for. John, like John Cena to come out more and more because I feel like each film is just getting a more and more out of his shell and out of the whole, like, you know, Oh, the, you can't see me. John Cena's a wrestler. And each thing he does is just more and more out of his shell to get to the point where you're talking about where the rocks at, where it's like, he gets to be himself and just do whatever he thinks is fun. That comes across his desk. And I am here for it. Him and Batista right now, while they're on like different, while they're on like slightly different paths. They're both at the same point where, like, you can see each of them getting more and more comfortable the more mm-hmm. – and not even not even necessarily a specific role. Like, yeah, Batista's played Drax, like, half a dozen times at, by this point. Yep. Um, and, you know, rumor is that it's it, – that he's uh, – his time with Drax is coming to an end, which, which brings a tear to my eye, but – it sucks, but I think what what I read from an article and what you're talking about is 
he you know he was like he's like i'm uh, how old is he he's got to be in his 50s right he's reaching 50 if not like almost there but yeah like he's almost he's going he's gonna be 50 he's he he's tired of always being yeah. shirtless in the yeah that, that was the quote i saw was it was like i can't he's like i'm almost 50 i'm not gonna keep doing things with my shirt off like just because like I'm i just ripped. look I don't know what they could do, but like I hope by some like multiverse of madness stuff, like they just put him in a different character. They put him in a different character. Yeah. Uh, because like because like I wouldn't if he's still willing to play in the Marvel sandbox. If he's just like, look, I'm done with Drax. You want to multiverse this and and put me in something else? Like I'm game. I would I would try to fucking keep him. Because that, I think because I, because because there's a like he he's got a lot of talent and that I, and I don't think that's necessarily something that you want to you want to you want to let let him go if you can keep him. I feel like there's a lot of too with with all with the wrestlers especially because that's what we're talking about right now is and that's that's kind of what happens is you get thrown into these you know, um, like more serious action-y roles and less comedic at first. And then as you get more and more, but what I like is that we're kind of taking a little bit more chances. You know, you've seen it with Batista. We're seeing it with Cena. We've seen it with Dwayne where it's a, it's a little bit more comedy where they can be a little bit more free range. And the chances that we're taking on that, I've, I have yet to be disappointed by, an ex-professional wrestler what? coming in and making dick jokes and being like, that's funny. I think that's hilarious. This is, this is good. We're I'll, I'll pay money. <laughs> what helped Cena was that he impressed Apatow on, on, um, train wreck. Oh, was he in train wreck? I, I saw the movie once and I can't stand Amy Schumer. So I don't remember much of the movie. Yeah. He, he's one of, he's one of her lays or boyfriends or something like he's, he, uh, he's not in the movie for very long, but like he impressed Apatow enough that Apatow was like, I got to put him in something and he put him in blockers. Um, I, I, I think that's a whole thing too. Cause you do, you get a lot of typecasting instead of like, you know, it's because yeah, it's kind of the reverse, like Owen Wilson. He was just always kind of cast as the goofy, like, you know, you mean Dupree and you know, wedding crashers. And that's like, oh, wow. like, yeah. And, at least, and then, of course, you know, he's a Wes Anderson. Oh. Um, he's on the Wes Anderson roster, too. So, like, then you get a little bit more serious, but he's still, like, the, com- you know, comedic relief. Where at least coming back to Loki, he has shown more depth. And we're, like, what, I'm, what we're seeing now in cinema and film and TV is these actors that get thrown into the one kind of specific role are now getting opportunities to be more and more like the other end of it where most like, I feel like 10 years ago we would be like, we're not going to cast them as this. Like, we're not going to do this, but now it's like, Hey, let's let the big wrestler be funny for an hour and a half. Fuck. Yeah. Let's do it. And it it knocks it out of the park and I'm here for it. Speaking to Owen Wilson, I feel like we're going to look back on his, uh, him playing Mobius in five years time, 10 years time. And we're going to be like, that was one of his best roles. Uh Uh-huh. And I think he'll probably agree with that because in that in in the first season of Loki, like what we just got that like it's a great character. He got to do almost a, pretty much a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. He got to be the he got to be the hero. He got to be the one who kicked down. He got to talk back. He got to get talked to. Like 
he was able to do he was able to do a little bit of everything and like show that like oh you know he's not just you know he's not just this dude who got lucky you know yeah. he's wow I, I can actually act <laughs> wow but I, I really am like I'm really excited for Suicide Squad not just like a lot of it has to do with James Gunn and his cast that has a lot it, to do with it but James also- Gunn the excitement and hype around Cena's character. Idris Alba is always amazing. And yeah, um, it's fu- it's funny too talking about like you know more of these guys in the action roles. Stallone coming in as King Shark and basically I'm, talking like a toddler. I'm expecting I'm, I'm expecting me to larf, just like an utteral, just like <laughs> at least <laughs> three to five times from King Shark because it's. Like the, the the one clip that they show in the one trailer where like he's in the aquarium and he's like, Oh, new friends. <laughs> like I'm glad that's all they showed because that means that there's just going to be so much more. That that's what I'm saying. I think I saw it yesterday. It was very recent where like the clip just comes up and he's sitting there with Cena and he, he just holds up a C4 doll and just goes peacemaker. And just Cena's just like, no. I don't look like that. And then like, that's the whole clip. I'm like, that's, that's all I need. That's I'll pay money. I'll pay the money for this. That's like, you, you have my attention. King shark is one of, especially in media. Cause you know, Ron Funches has, has played King shark in the Harley Quinn cartoon and knocked it out of the park where now we're bringing so much more attention to this absurd character. And I'm so here for it. Even in the new game that's coming out, like he sits there at the end of the trailer and he's like, behold, it's Superman. Like even I'm, that King Shark. I'm like, I'm I'm so here for King Shark. Let's I'm do this. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure in um King Shark's in a video game. Like a new video game that has either come out recently or is going to be coming out. He's in uh he's in the new Suicide Squad game. That's not based on the movie, right? No, no, it's okay. a whole it's a whole separate thing. He's voiced by uh WWE wrestler Samoa Joe in that video game. Is he really? Yes. I want to see the rest of the voice cast for this because I know uh, Tara Strong, who also voices Miss Minutes and Loki, is uh, doing, which she's done a lot of Harley Quinn. Um, Well, isn't she? Isn't Tara Strong OG Harley Quinn? uh, I'm pretty sure. I can tell you in like two seconds. If my computer would load faster, everything else is running great. But IMDb is like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> um, we'll just I should probably just type in Tara Strong. I'm ninety percent sure she is. I don't think there was a different voice actress, and then like she came in like after four episodes. I don't think it was that kind of thing. But I'm not ninety percent sure. But I know she has been Harley Quinn since the animated series. I just don't know if it was immediately. Not including the current animated series where she's where Harley Quinn's voiced by Kaylee Cuoco, yeah. But she's uh, but Tara Strong has done the. I know she's done the video games. I know she um she did if not all, and that's just what I'm trying to look up now is just making sure so I'm not wrong. Is that if not all of it, most of the animated series, um. Yeah, I mean, well, if she's OG Harley Quinn, then like, yeah, it makes all the sense in the world to to use her if she's still willing. Yeah. She was also, she's done so much. I know she was Timmy Turner. She was, uh, 
She Tommy Pickles. Bubbles. Yeah, she was uh let's see. Here we go. Kill the Justice League. That's that's the one I want. That's the game that's coming out, and there's only been the one trailer, and they used the uh, Bombs Over Baghdad by Outcast for the trailer music, and it's just like it gets you so hyped. You're like, fuck yeah. Like, I don't care if this game tanks. <laughs> like, I want wow, that blows my mind that that's is taking forever to load. But just the fact that Samoa Joe is doing King Shark, that's that's amazing. Yeah. That's so that's so fantastic to me. I thought that I thought I thought that was dope consider you know, considering that uh I feel like King Shark's gonna get a lot of he's gonna get a lot of hype in this movie. So and then you know, people are gonna be like, Oh, more King Shark. Oh look, King Shark in this game. It's funny when you go to the IMDB for the game, the only cast members that are like on here is just Tara Strong's Harley Quinn and Samoa Joe as King Shark, and there's nobody else on this list. There's well, I, nobody... think those, I think those are the only two that are known. Um, in the trailer, you've got um Deadshot, I think that's his name, um, which was what Will Smith in the first Suicide Squad and Captain Boomerang. But it's probably it could just be for those two, it could just be normal video game voice actors, they're just in yeah. everything, so that's why it's not like it's not a huge deal to release them. Um, but to get everybody hyped, of course, you put in Tara Strong and throw out Samoa Joe. That's awesome. See, and I love that. Like to the point where, with my with my stuff behind me for my aesthetic, I've started buying Funko Pops again. But I'm back to like I buy the ones I want, and I have on pre order is a King Shark Funko where I'm like, I need it. I don't. I don't care. I don't care how it looks. I need it. I have. There are four uh funko pops in my house two of them are my ladies which are a grinch and max the dog and they come out every christmas uh-huh but the rest of the year sitting right underneath my television over here and don't pay attention to the tv because i have the olympics on <laughs> oh excuse me There's a Kurt Angle pop. That's fantastic. That's so awesome. And and a Vince and a Big Daddy Vince. This is the only two Funko pops that actually no, that's false. I have a third one that Derek got me years ago. It's still in Jersey because it was on top of my television in the living room in Jersey. And it's a, uh, it's a, it's a Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah, take it. R.I.P. Macho Man. Who's still one of my favorite wrestlers. Oh, let that, me tell you. That let that man, you. that man on every fucking kilo of cocaine that pumped into his body had the gift of gas. Yeah, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. I did not watch Macho Man back in the day because I was a quote-unquote late bloomer to wrestling, but I can listen to people do good Macho Man impressions better than mine for hours because the man's voice is almost like velvet. Yeah. Which, which, speaking of, for those of you who are who are younger that may be possibly watching or listening to this show. Macho man played the wrestler in the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. For three minutes, <laughs> which, which is one of those things too. It's funny, especially like around that time of that first Sam Raimi Spider-Man, I was definitely still into wrestling. 
So that was another one of those moments where watching that movie, I'm like, bro, that's fucking macho, man. Like, it just which, gets you more hyped. Which all of us wrestling fans, like, as soon as we see Tobey Maguire in, in, in Far From Home, or no, sorry, as soon as we see Tobey Maguire in No Way Home, that it that 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 official that uh, that officially makes Macho Man part of the MCU. Yes, and we all want. We just that's all we want. That's that's the best way to to honor that man. We um, also we also want we also want a trailer released because the cat's out of the freaking bag at this point. <laughs> Give us a trailer, Sony. Oh, uh, they don't they don't want to do that. The toys have leaked. He's got oh, yeah, let's... The, he's got the mysticness of the doctor. Does he? There's I obviously mean... going to be multiversal hopping. Let's see. I'm just gonna go to Google Images here. I'm not not sure if I'd bet all my money, but I'd be willing to bet some of my money that Garfield and, and McGuire are in this movie. Wow, there's there's a lot of leaks. There's a lot. It, it there, there there is some that's I mean, there's a lot of leaks. The toys are the most confirmable because they come from they come from the toy company themselves, and the toy company prides themselves on being on authenticity and accuracy and working with the proper companies. That's, that's what I'm looking at. I just typed into Google, like toy leak. I didn't even type in leaks. I typed in toy oh. leaks and there's, they're from Legos to action figures to Funkos. They're well, there's, all there's over the, the place. There's the Lego, but the, uh, I, uh, I forget the name of the company, but like the action figures, like the big looking, like detailed action figures. Those are like the biggest tellings of the leak because like I said, that company is very reputable and like they pride themselves in authenticity. And, mm -hmm. and so the fact that that, that is out like, okay, so he's going to be messing with the doctor. So he's obviously going to be multiverse hopping, which means we're getting McGuire and, and we're getting Garfield and McGuire. That, you know, what's funny is a, is a huge thing that I've seen through leaks and interviews and everything with, uh, with the future of the MCU and everything like that, which I never really thought of. And I'm really big on watching things and like, cause I love movies and films. So I love like kind of learning about people's body language is during these interviews, especially doing things like the way we do them with our show where, you know, we sit here for, we're looking at each other from a screen, you know, which a lot of these interviews have been, especially still in COVID times and everything like that, where, one of the big telltales and I never thought about this at all is in a recent interview with Garfield, they said, they sit there and they're like, all right, you, we know you can't say anything, but like, can you say something? Are you in the new movie? And someone had brought up, they're like, look at his body language. Look what he, look what he does. And he immediately does one of these where he looks away from the screen and chuckles. And he's always, he's looking to the side. And I'm like, wait a minute, because I, I, because I love watching movies and I love knowing people's body language. That's absolutely a telltale sign of I'm oh, yeah. like, like you, you can't fake that. That's not like, Oh, I'm faking this to like get people hyped up. That's just a human sign of like, I need to keep this a secret, but I know if I do what I'm doing, something's going to come out. So I'm going to look away and I'm going to, I'm going to chuckle about it where I'm like, all right, so you're, so you're in this. 
whether it be for 30 seconds or not. So you're, you're in this, you just kind of let that's that. Why Maguire, that's why Maguire just doesn't even fucking do the interviews. Uh, yeah. It's funny. All I've seen from Maguire. Not, is saying, really that, funny. Not, not saying that he's got a worse tell because obviously, because actually he's like a really good poker player. Well, but, that, that, and all I've seen when you bring that up, it's one of those things that like, I'm like, wow, he really does it. It's just been like people in New York, just like in Central Park, they're like, bro, it's fucking Spider-Man. Look, it's Tobey Maguire. And he just like waves and says hello. And that's all I've seen since anything has been announced for No Way Home. It's just like videos of Tobey Maguire being seen hey, on the McGuire, street. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to JFK. Why are you going to JFK? I got to fly to Atlanta. Why you got to fly to Atlanta? Uh, oh, um, and like so, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure, like a couple months ago, like they were both spotted in Atlanta. So, yeah, it's that's not a surprise to me at all. I'm just I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Definitely, like as far as excitement of MCU movies coming out, it definitely goes like Shang Chi is number one. I'm most excited for. Then No Way Home, and then like like you said, like Eternals is like I'll see it. But I'm not gonna rush to go see it. Now, like I'm not. Real quick, because we're getting multiple Spider Men, um, and I feel like I feel like I feel like Garfield and Maguire. Like I feel like those were purposeful, quote unquote, leaks. Like that shit getting out because if we're doing multiversal Spider Men, yeah, three Peter Parkers is great. But you know what would also be great. What's that? Three Peter Parkers and a Miles Morales. I, you know, and it's funny because they've already hinted at Miles too with, you know, with uh, Donald Glover being his uncle in the first one. They've already hinted at Miles exists in this universe. One of, so, one, one of the rumors is that Miles didn't get, uh, didn't get dusted. And that. So that's how, because like, you know, however old Miles is supposed to be in Homecoming, I think he's like supposed to be like, I think he's supposed to be like nine or so. Uh huh. So like by, so by Endgame, he's, or, or by Infinity War, he's 10 or 11. So if he doesn't blip by the end of Endgame, he's 16. Yep. Perfect. Or one of the, one of the rumors I heard is that, we're going to get Miles from Toby's universe and Miles will actually be a little bit older. Uh, Miles will actually be a little bit older than Tom Holland's Pete. I'm okay with that. And they're going to do like a little reverse. Like, Miles has been Spider-Man for longer than Pete's been Spider-Man, and he's also had his Pete kind of training him. Mm -hmm. And however the universes end up colliding or whatever, then we'll have like a slightly older Miles just kind of being like, hey, man, like you got it pretty good, you know, but I have been doing this, and I, you know, the best thing I feel like I can do is do you know? Do for this Pete, you Pete, what my Pete did for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be like an that would be an interesting take because we haven't seen that. We haven't seen a Miles come in that's older than a current iteration of Peter Parker that we're following 
No, I think I feel like every every iteration of of Miles has always come in being younger than Pete and going under the OG Spider-Man's wing. I don't think I don't think we've ever gotten a you know slightly older one kind of flipping flipping the roles a little bit there. Um fuck, I was gonna bring something else up. I don't remember what it was. And then we do that, and then we can still get our Donald Glover as Miles Morales. I I would love that. What do you got, Ghost? Uh, I heard something outside. Hang on a second. <laughs> Continue. I mean, don't uh, if it's a ghost, don't open the door. You're gonna let it in. It's daytime. It's not a ghost. <laughs> I don't. I don't think ghosts give a shit what time of day it is. I don't. I don't think they're like. Oh, I don't think ghosts are nocturnal. Dude, it's Texas. It's too fucking hot for ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> just the water vapor off of phantoms just floating around. You're like, I see you. No, you it's don't. Fucking, it's too fucking hot. I've drank a Red Bull, I'm a Mountain Dew, and a Pepsi. I'm going to go grab another one because freaking it's hot. I'm thirsty. Um, I mean, regardless, of the you know the MCU is just always going to knock it out of the park. It's just always going to be great. Um, have you seen... The, uh, the, the featurette of, uh, the Star Wars vision show where they have different anime writers, directors, artists doing an anthology of, uh, oh, of isn't, Star this Wars like, stuff? isn't this like Star Wars's version of what if, or something like that? I think so, but not necessarily. It's more so just like original stories by anime artists and writers um but Real i quick, yeah speaking of what if mark my words we will see uh Haley atwell return live action because of the multiverse stuff as as uh captain carter yeah you think so yes <laughs> without a because they've they're already like loosely connecting what if to the mcu because of the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. and since she's being voiced by the actress it only makes sense yeah you show her in this cartoon and then all you need to do is just put a fucking suit on her and have her stroll out if you need uh, uh if you need an alternate universe cap I, you know, and I, I love Haley Atwell. I think she is a fantastic actress, and I thought she crushed it as Agent Carter. As I thought the t- I, I thought the the TV series was fantastic. You know, I started it a, watching it, and then it was, a, kinda, it, was little, it was a little slow, but at first, but it was starting to pick its pick up its stride. If I remember, and, correctly. and I think that's exactly what happened with me is that because it starts off slow, which it should to kind of build things up. I think I kind of just like, it wasn't boring. It wasn't like, oh, this is pointless. I'm not enjoying it. It was just because it was slow. I just kind of stopped watching it. They, um, they, had, they, had to do a, they had to do a lot of world building because they're not expecting the people to wa- that are watching the show to be as hardcore comic book fans as, regu- as you know, they, they, it needs to be able to appeal to everyone. So they had to do a lot of world building and they had to do a lot of, this is Peggy Carter and this is that and mm-hmm. slow kind of burn for a little bit to get everyone adjusted. 
<clears throat> which is kind of the same thing they did with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at first. Excuse me. Um, but then, yeah, it, it, right when it started to pick up, they were just like, uh, nah, we're done. Oh, which I'm was look- a shame. Yeah, I'm looking something up for, for a second. Um, cause I actually yeah. wanted to talk about this too. Cause and also with, uh, with agent Carter, I can Neil McDonough who played, um, the fuck is his name in the MCU? I, I, I keep, I want to say he's dumb, dumb. I keep wanting to say bam, bam, but that's bam, bam, piccolo. <laughs> um, but he, he played dumb, dumb in, uh, dumb, dumb Dugan in the, for in Captain America, the you know the first Avenger, and then um, in the Agent Carter series, I don't know if he was in it. Oh a lot. yeah, yeah, that dude, that dude who's in like everything. Yes. So leading with him, first of all, I th- I think I've never been disappointed. He's one of those actors that like, like the leader of the Howling Commandos, right? Yes. And yeah, that dude's awesome. Yeah, he's one of those actors that like he like you said he's in everything, and you have I have yet to be disappointed by anything he's done. Like he's I've never of, watched he, something where he's in it where I've been like, "Wow, he was shit." I'm like, no, he's he's great. He's, he's one of those act. He's one of those actors. Like I didn't know his name, but if I see him pop up in something, I'm like, "Ooh, that guy! That yeah. guy's great." <laughs> so, leading into so I am, because I, I don't I don't know how into Resident Evil lore you are besides the Mila Jovovich movies. Um, no, I am n- not at all. None, so none none of it. <laughs> Um, so like the, the video games are great and I always love the spinoffs. I actually read the books based on the video games too. Like I read the, I read the novels I've played the games I watched, despite how bad they are. I've watched every Mila Jovovich Resident Evil movie. I own every single one. I from, from two all the way on to the final chapter. I saw the opening weekend in theaters. Damn. I, because like you know, even though like it was one of those things, like all right, it's like Fast and Furious to me. It's just getting more and more absurd. So I'm just, I want to I want to see how it ends. I got to see how this ends. But they've done multiple CG movies, which I haven't watched in a while. Um, I've play I'm playing all the games now. Resident Evil Two still terrifies <clears throat> the fuck out of me, even with the bad graphics on the PlayStation version and the remake of it. But Netflix just released a mini series. Of it's like four episodes of Resident Evil, and I can't express how disappointed. And I mean, things are bad. Like no one's. It's like Doom. No one's gotten it right. I don't understand how we can't get it right. But it's one of those. Like it was so. I was just so not into it. From video, like video yeah. ga- video game movies are a real hard concept for Hollywood to grasp for some reason. And but what I am excited for is that you know they announced a thing a couple of years ago they were going to reboot Resident Evil. It was announced, of course, everyone's got very low expectations for it, including myself. But let me just tell you about the cast list here, okay? So you're you're not going to know who the characters are if you if you don't know the lore of it and everything. But in my opinion, Resident Evil one through three are the best games out of the series. The characters were great. The storyline was great. It all revolves around that Raccoon City, the T-Virus outbreak, and zombies, right? So they are remaking it, and it's called Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. So we are already doing better than the than the uh, Paul W.S. Anderson movies here. So 
and the, it's got major, you know, major characters in this. The woman who played Ghost in the second Ant Man, Ant Man the Wasp, she is playing Jill Valentine. So you've got you've got a big big name right there. And this is why I brought up Neil McDonough. Oh, Neil McDonough, Thunder? what? Sorry, just like I keep hearing, like I'm not sure if it's thunder or something. I'm gonna put a headphone off for a second. I sorry, swear, continue. If you let something in your house, I'm telling you, you're like it's too hot for ghosts. There's nothing, if, there's nothing in my house. If, I swear, to God. I, I remember I am an ordained minister with the Universal Life Church. The I power accept, of Christ compels any ghost I, that comes into my house. I accept no negative energy from this session. <laughs> um. But also, so Neil McDonough is playing William Birkin, who is the guy that worked on the T-Virus, and then in the games, he worked on the G-Virus, which turned him into a giant monster. And I'm really excited for that. We've also got Tom Hopper playing Albert Wesker, who was the big bad through like most of the games up till 6. Tom Hopper is in, um, uh, what's that comic book? Umbrella Academy. He, he's, he plays the big monkey man in that show. He was also in Black Sails, and he's just he's a fantastic actor. Robbie Amell, who to Stephen me Amell's brother. Yeah, which uh, for Robbie Amell, I always think of that how I met your mother episode when Robin gets a new boyfriend, but they're like, you should get a dog. And it turns out his they call him Scooby. That's Robbie Amell, for those of you who don't know. And he just plays a stoner dude who acts like a dog through the whole episode, which is great. But also as the chief of the Raccoon City Police Department, Chief Brian Irons, we've got Denal Logue, <laughs> where it's like, all right, so that's that's your main cast right there, up to that point. And then there, there's, there's another guy. I love Donnell Logue. I, the, the, he's another one where he's in everything, and I have yet to be disappointed about a role he has played. Whether it's short-lived, or he is a big shot caller in the movie or TV show, I have not been disappointed by any role he's been in and he's not he he is someone who i feel like he doesn't necessarily not that he doesn't say no to things but he doesn't care like what the thing is on as long as the project is good yes what um, the fuck bro i'm telling you <laughs> no i think it's like idiot neighbors across the fucking street Oh, okay, that makes fucking sense. Yeah. So my idiot neighbors across the street, like, they chopped up what looks like seven trees from their backyard, and they just left all the fucking brush, not only on the front of their house, but the front of the uh, the the two houses next to them, and it's been sitting there for weeks. Finally, the bulk pickup truck is here picking it up. Oh. <laughs> So that's what I kept here. The dung is the, the little crane coming down and shaking everything out into the fucking. Um, but I, I'm excited for, for the resident evil reboot movie because it should actually be, it seems like they're, they're sticking to the lore of the, of the games and of the series and going with that as opposed to, and it seems like as far as I know with the cast that's in it and the characters that are play that are in the show or in the movie is, it's basically combining one, two and three, which all happen like two. So in the games, two and three are happening at the same time. And then one is what happened, like what leads to 
basically the zombie outbreak in the city in two. That's what the first video game was. So it seems like that's exactly like it's all kind of going to overlay and then be compartmentalized right. into one one film. So you're probably going to have tail end of the first game of like, you know, of the special forces of the police department go to check out these murders in the woods. That's how they find the mansion. This is how the outbreak starts. And it's just going to lead into two and three. And I would, I'm completely okay with this being a one-off movie where they're like, cool, we're just going to come, you know, combine these three games and combine the story. Everybody knows and what they've wanted. And we're going to throw it into this movie. And there you go. And that's the end of it because three at three and two end with the city being nuked. Spoiler alert. Um, because they're like, how do we contain the zombie outbreak? Nuke the city. So, and basically Raccoon City is, is a t- actual. Makes sense. It's not an actual town, but it's basically like South Park in Pennsylvania. Like it's just a little mountain town, like off, like off to the side that nobody really knows about. Like it's a little city. Nobody really goes to. So they're like, yeah, we're just going to nuke this. We're just going to, we're going to nip this in the bud. And we're just going to erase this from existence. And we're going to contain the outbreak. Spoiler alert. In the as far as the games go, it doesn't contain the outbreak. There's just constantly more viruses that keep coming out. That people are like, no, no, because it's based on a big like far umbrella is the big pharmaceutical company. Well, yeah, because that is is generating everything. Well, yeah, obviously that's not going to work because, like, yeah, I get the concept. Yeah, nuke the fucking city, but all you're gonna do is radiate the fucking virus and make it stronger. Well, that and just no. people like the it, the pharmaceutical companies just gonna it just keeps making new viruses. That's the, that's where the games go. It's just they keep making new shit. Um, I think the recent game that everybody's playing now, so they're just they're shitty are, people. Yeah, yeah, that's that's their whole thing. Because even if you remember, I don't know if when the last time if you have if you watched the first Resident Evil movie with Mila Jovovich, is they bring up at the beginning they're like the pharmaceutical company umbrella makes things for you know, military operations and biochemical weapons. Like that's their whole like subdivision, which really makes them their money. So they're just, they're constantly the big bads that you just like, you squash one roach, three more take its place kind of thing. And I think eight, the recent one actually ties it back into like where they're at in the recent game explains how they created the virus in the first place in the, in the, original game so they're tying it all back in together which we like you said when when it comes to making video games so easy to do but when it comes to making movies based off video games nobody kind of like you, you fine-tune it as much as you can and then you're like you just still can't get it right which speaking of i know we talk about detective pikachu and talk about and i want to talk about the live action pokemon because you brought that up and i knew nothing about it is I watched a video the other day where this guy was just talking about, he's like, so I sat down and watched detective Pikachu with my kid for the first time. And he's like, Oh, every, you know, these things look good. They try to make this world. And then they just immediately turn and go, but apparently the writers and the directors of this movie hate Taurus. You are my bad. (laughs) I got a, I got a I got a voice note sent from the lady, and it was actually my daughter. My daughter is playing Pokemon Go and sent me a couple Pichu pictures. Um, and uh, yeah, just the guys just like yeah. Apparently, just they hate Tauros. 
because uh, they talk about in the video, they're like, oh, you know, they threw in a lot of the, you know, the original you know, for first gen Pokemon. So that way to like, it caught your attention, but not Tauros because fuck Tauros. <laughs> We're just not throwing him in here. And I was like, huh, you know, I've watched Detective Pikachu at least a handful of times at this point. And never once has my brain gone, there's no Tauros in here. And then I watched this video. I was like, there's not a single Tauros in this movie, but wow. You just picked the different Buffalo Pokemon, whichever one it is with the Afro that I don't remember its name. Uh, I think it's called like Buffalo or something like that. Yeah. Where it's like, that's what you see on like the farmlands. There is no Tauros. I'm like, huh, that's, that's interesting. Like instead of having the cow with multiple tails, we're going to put the Buffalo. <laughs> But you do you want to do you want to enlighten me on this new on this live action Pokemon update that I didn't know well, about? Honestly, like there's not much to announce other than Netflix is like, yeah, we're gonna do live action Pokemon. Dude, and nothing on because I know we've talked about on multiple episodes where we've talked about like, are they doing Ash's story? Are we doing red? Like, what are we doing? All you've got all we've got is there's a live action Pokemon all, coming all, 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 all we have uh, all we have, quote unquote, definitively is Netflix is going to be doing a live action po I believe it's a series. I don't I don't I don't think it's a movie. I think it's a series. I mean, I'm okay with that. That's always been with the exception of Detective Pikachu, that's always been a good way to digest Pokémon. It's been series. You know, it's the like the movies were cool. The movies were fun, except for the remake of Mewtwo Strikes Back. That how, was weird. <laughs> how do you how do you think they should do it? Should they should they do a should they do a slight, uh, slightly different? Re should they use Ash and maybe just like switch it up a little bit? Should they do a completely new character? Should they do Red? And you know, and when you tell when we talk about Pokemon and talk about how they should make series, it, you know, with the lore of everything and with Ash, you know, Ash is going all over the place. He is hitting every region that he possibly can in in the animes. Where if you do Ash, it's one of those things where you can, as long as it does well, you can keep that going for a long time. But if they want to keep it kind of cut and dry to the point and like, you know, it's like, all right, we want to do like two or three seasons. Like, let's just hypothetically with that. I feel like without cutting out too much, because I feel like there's a lot to build up on with Ash to keep his story going, which is what they do in the animes. Like, sure, there's some things that make zero sense and then like, you know, in the animes, but whatever, they're cartoons and I enjoyed them anyway. I don't fucking care, <laughs> but we're like, brought like, I think you brought up in a previous episode where, you know, it's like Brock and Missy, like you're, they're like, Oh, he did this alone or something like that. And then Brock and Missy show up later and they're like, yeah, we went on all these adventures. <laughs> like I, you know, with stuff like that, like that, that's fine. But like with Ash, I feel like there's a lot to build up on, especially with, I feel like if they did a live action with Ash, you might touch more on who his dad is. You know, and a little bit more where you can kind of keep that series going for a while. Who is his dad? Um, but with but if you want to keep it like short and sweet and just like maybe one or two seasons, three at most, I think doing the red and blue story is a good way to go. <coughs> but I guess it just depends on if they're doing this, like how how long do they want to go? How far do they want to go with it? And that'll kind of that kind of teeters my way because I would be honestly happy with either way. If they did I like get... two or three seasons, red and blue. Or let's keep this going as long as we can, and we're going to do a live action Ash. Like I, I feel like that depends on the type of story that they want to tell. If they want to tell the whole um, 
you know, uh, Pokemon Master gym battle thing mm -hmm. with shenanigans, then yeah, let's go back to Ash. Yes. But if we're not going to really focus on, like, the gym battles and, like, becoming a Pokemon Master, if it's kind of just, like, you know, people and their Pokemon battling against a greater evil, then maybe we, I mean, maybe maybe we just do fresh characters. Oh, I maybe, didn't even think about that, is doing fresh may, characters. That, would be, that may, would be fun. Maybe we start, maybe we start anew and then, you know, they can be they can be a little older than the you can keep talking we can, we can make we can make them old we make them older at that point so that way it's not we don't have this weird cuz you're going to have to do two things you're either going to have to age up ash because i feel like uh, unless it's go unless it's going to be a total like kind of kid show uh but i feel like you're going to have to age up ash so you're going to have to change the lore of the pokemon world Mm -hmm. Or yeah, you're just gonna have to tell like a brand new, fresh story with new characters, and it's just like, all right, here's like a couple sixteen year olds that maybe have tried their Pokemon challenges, but now you know they kind of just wanna, they kind of just they're just out, you know, they're just however we get involved into the story. But I feel like I feel like you need you need to go to the different regions. Um, and I don't know if you save like a region a season mm -hmm. or if you just, or if you, you know, or, you know, if you craft a brand new story, then if you, if you do Ash's story, then I guess you would do like a region a season. Um, and then you would have to tell like a new story kind of just based off of Ash. Right. Because there's just way too much. You wouldn't be able to do all of that for live action. Like these people would hate themselves. I also feel like, you know, if let's, you know, this is just spitballing here and just kind of thinking about it is with whether it be Ash or Red or new characters, I wouldn't be upset with like a first season kind of going the way they kind of did with Ash in the 50 some odd episodes more than that of, in, of Indigo League of like your first season is based on, you know, the gym battles, going to go into the towns, getting to the Pokemon League. And then losing and then going from there being like, all right, well, I tried, but I don't want to give up, but let's try a different, like, a, let's try a different thing here. Let's have an adventure as opposed to a cut and dry right, I goal. I, I, like, I'm, I'm okay with that too. I finished eighth in Kanto. Let's go to Johto. Yeah. And then Savage just being like, you know, kind of doing what Ash does. Cause I feel like. Because I know we've talked about it too. Where we've talked about the extra badges that Gary has in the anime, and obviously you know you've got eight gyms per per game and everything like that, and per region. Then, like just kind of like sprinkle it in to a second season. Like your first season is, I've I've got you know, let's just go with Ash. Ash guys, Pikachu. He's gonna fight. He's gonna fight the gym leaders. Sprinkle in Team Rocket. We're gonna go against Giovanni. Get to the Pokemon League episode 15 loses the Pokemon league, but goes, let's continue our adventure Pikachu. And then like you said, then goes to Johto and then sprinkle in like, Oh, there's a Johto league and everything, but that's not his main goal anymore. But like, let's sprinkle that in there to bring the story along kind of thing where I I'm okay with that too. And whether it be new characters or Ash or red, like even doing that, like I'd be, I think it would be great 
it's one of those things where you you know toxic fandoms are going to sit there and be like i want i want to cut and dry gym fight the gyms go to the pokemon league i like and i feel like for me i would enjoy that for like a first season of a series and then exactly like exactly that and then it's like all right well like let's still have the main character lose let's not have him win the pokemon league let's have him lose the pokemon league and move forward into a whole new adventure to open up more storylines to continue things going. Um, and like you said, with the story they want to tell, like I would, I would be okay with that too. Like that would be a fun thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I beat the Kanto gyms and I, I, I lost in the Pokemon league and now here I am in Johto kind of thing. Do you, do you age him up? Do you when change it, the, do you change the lore of the Pokemon world and do you age him up or are we going to follow around a 10 year old kid? Um, I get it, which also, cause I like your point on, it depends on the story they want to tell. Cause I feel like we do get a lot more. There is a lot more series and stuff now that files follows a child protagonist where that, that could work. Um, I feel like if they want to get a little bit more gritty with it, like kind of how detective Pikachu had your, your Pokemon battle underground league and everything like that. Like if you want to get a little bit more gritty, age, right, age him up. Because right now in my head, like I'm casting the kid from Stranger Things. Which one? The main one? Yeah, the one that's in the Ghostbusters. Continue. Okay, yeah. I, I don't remember his name. I don't know why. What Finn Wolfhard? Finn yeah. Wolf, Finn Wolfhard, something like that. Finn, um, Finn Wolf, some, some weird like that. I I think yeah. I feel like that's that's a great casting because I feel like he's still young enough to play a younger but can also still kind of be, you know, still eight, you know, still grow up and still be a little bit I more would, mature. Here's here's what I would do. I would use this opportunity to finalize and change I or I, I would use this opportunity to change, modify and finalize the Pokémon world lore. And I would start that by aging Ash up because if you don't do that, then yeah, we're going to have to get like a kid kid and there's only so much you can do with a kid kid. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you find like the next Macaulay Culkin or that. And can we just young, take a second? Young Wolfheart or whatever. Uh, cause those kids, when they first started on stranger, Th- you got those kids when they first started on stranger things. Yeah, I, I could, I could bite, but I, I just, I feel like having Ash is 10 years old. If we're going to do Ash live action, I feel like you can't do it. That, I feel, like you, gotta, like, I feel like you got to age him up for, uh, and let's just for a second here, you know, cause obviously these are all hypotheticals and just, you know, just our opinions and everything. And, how much we we also love Pokemon and everything like that is I dropped my pen, which is a huge thing with a lot of that is that that Spiro scene from the you know from the original Indigo League they redid it in the movies. Let's talk about how terrifying that is. That's a hundreds of Spiro during an electrical storm <laughs> are chasing a ten year old. Like you're you're gonna get like if you want to attract kind of kids to the show too, you're going to terrify them. You're going it's to one, like that's it's, terrifying. It's one, it's one thing when it's a ten when it's a cartoon ten year old. <clears throat> it's another thing entirely 
if you get an actual 10 year old, like that's going to be some like Jim Henson labyrinth, like ET, like back in the eighties when they like scared the shit out of kids for real. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's what I'm saying too, is like, you know, if you, despite the fact it is a fictional story world, let's just erase that thought for a second. Okay. You're going to scare the show. Like a, that 10 year old's going to be tra- his first trek out with his Pikachu gets chased down by hundreds of Spiros. You're his brain's never going to work right again. If, if, if we go Ash, there's two ways we can go about this. Now that I'm thinking about it, we can either, we either age him up. And like I said, use this moment to, change modify and finalize the pokemon world lore Mm -hmm. or this is a brand new ash story and we're going to start from an older ash and maybe he's and we're going to start from a slightly older ash and he's just going to try again But like, yeah, like failed it. And then like, let's, let's go, let's go get this again. Well, I won't even say failed it. Just wherever we like, wherever he is, even though he's, you know, eternally 10 years old in the cartoon, but like whatever his progression is, like we enter with him. He's already had most of his story. Hmm. We've seen that play out in the cartoon. We can retcon that, that he turned different ages or whatever. But it's just maybe it, uh, something happened and he's been out of it and now it's time to get back in it. And he's so just like, going to, and he's just going to start, he's going to start from his beginning and so, he's going to do Kanto and Johto and Hoenn and Sinnoh and Unova and Kalos and Alola and Galar and whatever new regions that get introduced. So because it looks like in the end, sorry, not to cut you off, but it looks like in the anime that they might be stopping the Ash story. At least they're gearing it up so that if they decide to do that, we can follow around go, Uh which I will then whatever waning interest I'd still have in the anime. I will lose all of it. So because Go is not a lead character. Go is a secondary character. So just to build upon you know your 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 idea here is almost like oh like opening credits of the first pilot episode have like a montage of of him him is him younger kind of going at everything and then coming back in where the main story like present day like starts and then he's like all right let's get back at it let's get to it kind of thing we're like cool we, it's like spider-man like we know the story we know what ash has done you know let's let's kind of not like, you, know, you said okay. like solidify it not but like not to make it sound like one of those like over dramatic like fan trailers that get made uh-huh but like essentially like you know so let's say we cast finn wolfhart right he's our ash mm-hmm. so i don't i don't know how old he is now at this point maybe he's like 18 19 uh, like, he like might be the actor's actual age. Yeah. I didn't, while, while, while you're talking, I, I will pull that up for you. Um, or he might be, he might he's, be as young. He's going to be 19 this year. Okay. So yeah. So 
we can make him 16, 17, 18. It doesn't really matter. The point mm-hmm. is that it's been X amount of time. And not that he's stayed away from Pokemon. Not that like he's not that something has happened from Pokemon, but just that like something happened in one of his journey in, in his last journey where he was just like, I'm I'm done for a bit. I'm gonna help out Professor Oak at the lab with with my Pokemon. I'm gonna and like you can't kill Pikachu. And I don't feel like and and like we can make a dramatic turn and maybe like one of his Pokemon like one of his Pokemon dies. I don't know who you end up killing. You can't kill Pikachu. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm just my brain immediately went to Pidgeot. <laughs> I don't know why, but my brain was just like, "That's the one." If you're gonna kill any of them, that's the one you kill. <laughs> but like something had, like something had to have happened where Ash was just like, and that was my last adventure for a while. Like we finished this up. Some may, and I hate to say that it's someone dies, but like something has to happen dramatic enough to pull him out of the for, game. to pull him out of the game, but not catastrophic enough to where like, you know, like he should have had like a total collapse or something. So like it, mm-hmm. it couldn't necessarily be like, you know, like Misty was like murdered by Giovanni. <laughs> That's dark, <laughs> but maybe, but maybe what? it's like, you know, but maybe it's like, you know, maybe like Brock got fucked up in a battle. And like maybe now Brock's paralyzed. Ooh. Ooh. And like it was at like after that happened, Ash was just like, that's it. Like, my best friend is now in a wheelchair for life. We finished up this last thing. I'm not getting involved. I'm I'm going back home. I'm staying away. And maybe it's something like that. And I and and not to put Brock in a wheelchair, but like and <laughs> But it's just it it's got it's gotta be it's gotta be something. It's either gotta be like the sacrificial death of one of his Pokemon that's not Pikachu. Butterfree. He doesn't have Butterfree anymore. <laughs> yeah, but but if but if we're retconning things, Butterfree could have been the one that died. <laughs> but yeah, so like or 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 not even that, like maybe he just saw like something real messed up. Like, because like, there's you two murdering scientists. <laughs> but, well, there's like there's been talks for years, and like we see it a little bit in like the Sun and Moon series that like there was supposed to be like Pokemon human like joint evolution because originally in the lore it's Pokemon and humans were were the same, mm-hmm. and then somewhere along the line they became Evo- different. Uh, evolutionary, just different different chromosomes or whatever. So. The idea, so there's always been that. So I don't know if maybe he just like, but again, like how, like how dark realistically do you want to make it? So it's got to be, you know, like, you know, does Brock just pull like a Rocky from like the Turbo Power Rangers movie and just like, like I said, like just like gets like maybe not even like paralyzed, but like just gets like fucked up, like just kind of gets beat the fuck up and he's just like, you know, like, do we do something like, but like, it's something has to happen to pull Ash out of the game. And then after a while, you know, he's just like, he goes like, you know, he goes downstairs and his mom's like, so what are we going to do today? And he goes, honestly, I think I want to try again. 
and his mom just kind of being like totally supportive. Like, so yeah, it can't be anything too crazy. Yeah. That like, but something, but something severe enough that it's like, okay, yeah, that would pull me out too for a bit. But also, you know, because his mom will be supportive, like, you know, so it can't be like, you know, so I don't think anyone can actually, I don't think a person can die. Maybe a Pokemon dies or sacrifices themselves. And I like it because as you're talking about it too, thinking about it, I like the idea of aging him up because let's think about a 10-year-old going after a giant mafia-like organization, a crime syndicate of... And and that is the one loose thread still in the series. And that this is where we can finally harp on it. Is that like Asher's like, you know, I think I'm gonna try again. And like he just wants to do the gym battle. And I don't know if like somehow Rocket hears that the 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 mystical strong as fuck Pikachu and, and his douchey trainer are back in action, but like then somehow like Team Rocket comes after him again, and he's just like, I'm going to get Giovanni this time. Um, that and you know, it's, it's I, and we can you can pull that out, but that that'll be the main the main thing will be this cat and mouse game between Ash and Giovanni because I, Giovanni I, is more than likely Ash's actual father. I got a question for you because normally you hit me with this question. Now I want to ask you this question. So let's say we, we get a live action and they follow Ash, right? Who do you cast to voice Meowth? Right? <laughs> Let me think about this. Cause I wasn't even thinking about that. Cause I was, uh, cause honestly, like, uh, even though I was thinking of other Pokemon, I was just like, well, you're going to get, what's her name to do Pikachu again. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you don't, you don't. And you give her big people money. Yes. Even though she's just saying Pikachu, however many thousands of times over you give her big people money and you have her do it again. Um, me out that's right uh you cast me um me out that's right who because it's netflix adam sandler yeah you go with adam sandler mainly because when i went i went me out that's right and it kind of reminds me of Adam Sandler. Get me out. And I just feel like, I feel like if you showed him a couple of the clips, it may sound a little bit like little Nicky maybe, but I feel like if you're going, if you're, if you're going to cast a big actor, yeah, fuck it. Just cast Adam Sandler as Meowth. Um, give me a look. Give me a little bit more time and I could probably think of, I won't even say somebody better because I can't necessarily think of anyone better because now that I'm thinking about it, like I kind of want to see Adam Sandler as Meowth now. So I, I like that. And I definitely think like, you know, yeah, next time we talk about this, absolutely. I want to, I want to kind of make a list, but quick off the top of my head. And I like, I like Adam Sandler, definitely a top, top contender. I, in my opinion, number two, Joey pants. <laughs> 
Who? Joe, uh, Joey P- Pantoliano. I think that's how you say Oh, that. from uh, Impractical Jokers? No, from... Uh... Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Joe Pantanello. Yeah. Pantanello. I know who you're talking to. The, the short, short, bald guy that's in, like, everything New York-based. Yeah, he was in Baby's Day Out, this guy. Yeah. He played... Uh, yeah, that guy. Played, played, that yeah. guy. I, I think I think he he would be a good because I actually because like you said even like you you because you said little Nikki and that was like the big thing like that's a great example like that's definitely like Adam Sandler would be great top contender I'm I'm backing you on that and I think a, a close second is is Joey Pants is is going with him because he's got kind of that like that mo- that Why kind of mobster you... <laughs> like yeah because it's because you know because if if you're gonna the, the the stereotypical New Yorker works in the cartoon. Get me out, that's right. You know, that works in the cartoon. But if you're going to do this live action and if you're going to recast, you might as well cast an actual New Yorker. That way you can get a little bit of the authenticity. And like, because it's going to be a, a little bit more adult. So we can, so, you know, we maybe we have a scene being like, you know, where like, Giovanni calls me out and like, this will be, you know, now boss, I'm ready. Which, which is funny. Just give me, up on give that me a team. Hand. Give me a team. I've done good for you over the years so far. Give me a team. And you know, I can get that Pikachu finally. So it, it's and then, using someone from New York. Joe, Joe Pantoliano is from Hoboken, um, which obviously is North Jersey. But Adam Sandler, if those of you who don't know, Adam Sandler is from Brooklyn, New York. He is from Brooklyn. So if you want an authentic yep. New Yorker, Adam Sandler still hits the criteria of he can do he can do a goofy voice, but also still like that stereotypical New Yorker. He's from New York. I just realized awesome. as I was typing in to see where they were from, well, as I was typing Joe Pantoliano, Joe Pesci came up, and he would never do it. But could you just for a second, can we just... Can we just imagine Joe Pesci as out? Can we just for a hot second here? Because it, it will never happen. No, but it will never for, happen. It will never happen. But for a short second, just, you know, because and also what I'm thinking, too, is like in Family Guy, and it's like, say Yugoslavia. Yeah, Yugoslavia. Like, that's. So Joe Pesci for sure. Not, Sorry, not that was that, that was a poor timed mute. I was trying to listen to another voice message to make sure if it was no, my that's lady why or I my thought daughter. I did something. That's why. No, like, it was me. One second, because I looked down, I was like, "Did I just mute him?" I was like, "No, my it was me." Nowhere near. <laughs> I, I I laughed my ass off with the with with, with your Joe Pesci because yeah, that would be hilarious. All right, hang on, I'm just gonna play this. I don't. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was my daughter. She keeps sending pictures of Pichu. Um, um, but, but yeah, Adam Sandler devil. I'm backing you on that. Is if we're if we're getting if we're getting a meowth and this meowth talks, I I I think I can't think of off the top of my head. Even probably trying to think like further down the road, thinking about it, I I think Adam Sandler's just the way to go. Adam Sandler, like he's already got his Netflix deals. If we're doing a Netflix series, he's already he's on roster. Let's and then, just, and then you know, in. so you have the scene where he's like, "Boss, you know, I've done good for you over the years. Recently, I can get that Pikachu. Just give me a team." 
And then he's reunited with Jesse and James who have been doing well on their own. Like they've separated Jesse, James and Meowth and separately they've all done well. So Giovanni's like, now you're all competent. I'm going to put you back together. And then and just, they just they're stupid again. <laughs> you put them together and they're dumb again. We, we don't, we don't necessarily make them too slapsticky, but just enough to keep, to keep the, uh, the nostalgia in there. Just enough with just like the plans being just like, like why didn't we get rubber coating on this? We've been through this before. Um, do we do we? Because I think we should. Do we keep um, James as cross dressing? I think we should. I think I think his his plan should still include him. Like he's gonna throw on a dress. It's like you you go, girl. You got this, buddy. <laughs> I I mean yeah, because some of the best comedy is is when when dudes try to put on dresses being like, no, I got this. <laughs> I, no, no, trust me. I got this. Like no one. And like they pull it off for like however long until like they let, like they let one thing slip and then everyone's like, <gasps> so, I mean, yeah, if a situation calls for it, yeah, let's put James in a dress again. And you got to make sure you get someone with the comedic chops, Sorry, which now, which now, which, so here, so here's the problem because like, and I mean, maybe you do go this route because I mean, they say originally that like, they don't necessarily say Jesse and James's ages, but you, they kind of leave it like that maybe they're like only like at most 10 years older than Ash. But like uh-huh. now I'm just like Bill Hader is James, <laughs> which means you have to go Kate McKinnon is Jesse. This is all right. So I, I don't think like, you know, normally we have opinions that are the same, but very, we don't argue or debate really ever. But I think this is the one time that we are aligned together as you're rattling. I'm like, yeah, now I can't think of anybody else as Jesse and James is Bill Hader and Kate McKinnon. That's all I can see. And Jill Pesci is Meowth, but we'll never get it. So Adam Sandler. <laughs> so Adam Sandler is Meowth. Bill Hader is as James. Kate McKinnon is Jesse. Um, Finn Wolfhard is Ash. The voice of Pikachu is Pikachu. That stays the same. The Pokemon can essentially like stay the same. Yeah. Which I don't, I think only like a few specific Pokemon like outside of their season have like dedicated voice actors. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe if you have some actual like Hollywood people that are just like, I don't know if Anna Kendrick wants to be like to do like a Butterfree, like, sure, let's have Anna Kendrick be a Butterfree or something. Although Anna Kendrick is misty. All right. So hold on real quick before you think any further. I want to I want to bring this back into your brain. And so that would have to now now. And the only thing I can go with is. Wait, what? Electabuzz has to make an appearance. He has to say the same. (laughs) (laughs) I I I love it. You you have that. Those things have to stay the same. Um, They have to.
<laughs> like I like the bus stops <laughs> all so over and, the place. So and it, well, no, because that that age discrepancy. I need a younger actress for Misty. I don't even. I can't even think of who are young kids. All, basically, all I'm thinking is like you're kind of your young actors and actresses are basically the kids from Stranger Things and the kids that were in the first It movie. That's I feel like those are your ch- those are your children actors. Which I mean, you've got the little redhead from the It movies who has already worked with Finn Wolfhard, um, because he was so in maybe, the first one. So then maybe you cast her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then going that younger route. Well, if we're going, Finn Wolfhard is our is our Ash. Mm-hmm. We have to cast age appropriately around him. And uh, yeah, I think she's she's got to be around the same age. Um, so who do you, who do you cast as Brock? Uh, no one's well, even coming to my mind. Well, originally when I said Anna Kendrick as Misty, my my mind went to Zac Efron as Brock. I think Brock is a little bit older, right? He's not I much mean, older, but he's a little bit older. Yeah. So, like, somebody early 20s? So, yeah, he can be older because he doesn't necessarily pine over Misty, and it's always hinted at in the series that, like, Ash and Misty. So, like, Misty at most is probably, like, 12 to Ash's 10. So. Uh-huh. Uh, Brock is, they never specifically say, but it's kind of just like hinted at that. Like he's obviously a little bit older. Uh, yeah. um, that, and just with the anime too, cause especially with the, with the anime canon, you know, up until Ash shows up, Brock is raising his siblings. So he's got to be a little bit more mature anyway. You know, even though they made him goofy when it came to the, you know, when it came to the women, he had to be more mature. You know, so he's got to be like not only just age wise, just a, not by much. Like I said, he's got to be like a few years older at most in the in the anime series. Not not too crazy. So he's got to be like maybe 13, 14, I want to say to like Ash's 10 um, in in the anime. So I would, I would definitely say like somebody like 22, 23 in a in a live action for Brock. So, I mean, maybe me. I mean, I guess maybe Brock. I mean, obviously, you, you, Netflix will open cast unless they just cast in-house, which then just, you know, look under their roster. If so, I get like, super shredded, do you think they could cast me as Lieutenant Surge? <laughs> just be absurd <laughs> with my electric-type Pokemon? <laughs> with I mean, with it, my Voltorb and my Raichu? <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, it's possible, but take no offense to this because, like, I don't even think I could do it. Like, I feel like Lieutenant Surge just has to be like an older person. Like, you know who plays Lieutenant Surge? Fucking what's his name? Uh, who's the 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 head of the the Howling Commandos? Oh, Neil McDonough. Ooh. There you go. Ooh. There you go. Ooh. That's a really good. Like, I'm the rest of the series could suck. You bring Neil McDonough in as Lieutenant Surge, and I am here for it. Um. And like, what you can do is that because Ash is doing it again, um, you can switch some shit around because obviously years have passed, so you can change up some gyms. But I feel like you need to leave. He he, how he he rejoins up with Misty at the Cerulean gym. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he rejoins up with Brock. Uh, and not that Surge becomes part of his team, 
but like Surge is the one gym leader that like I wouldn't touch. Like you can almost change every other gym leader, but I would leave Surge because when Ash walks in and like when Ash and Pikachu walk in and like Surge sees him, it's got to be that moment like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're back. How the hell are, like, you know, like it's got to be like a respect thing. Like he's a little older now and it's like, how the hell are you, kid? And he's like, I th- battles yeah, him. I- I think battles him, beats him, and then Surge is just like, listen, whatever happened to you last time, if you need help, just call me. I think that would be great because even in the anime, like Lieutenant, Lieutenant Surge is a dickbag, and he's like, you got to evolve your Pikachu for him to get stronger, and then he humbles him at the end of that that whole arc where he's like, oh, you know what? He's like, you're a good kid. That would be great for like the respectful, like, how the hell are you? And then they battle it out, and they it's exactly that, like, you need anything. Just like here's you know, just give me a call on the poker phone. Like here, here you go. Yep. Here's my number, and that's that. And then like, and it. then like, and then you hold off, and then you hold off on it, and then like in one battle where like maybe like Ash, Misty, and Brock are like separated, and Ash is just like, "Fuck, what the hell am I gonna do?" All of a sudden, you just hear "I chew," and like Surge is just like, "What up, sucker?" <laughs> and it just is, you know, it, fucking come top and camo pants. Comes in like the cavalry that, like, realistically, if you're going to be retelling this story in live action, like, that's how it would happen. It would not just be the three of them, the Mm -hmm. friends they would make along the way. If they don't join them on the journey, they would be there in, you know, if, if needed. So, yeah, like, Lieutenant Surge comes in in an episode with Raichu and fucking saves the day. And, like, maybe he befriends another new gym leader. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know who you would fight to like keep and like, you know, keep as is from, uh, from, uh, like heart gold, soul silver, no gold, silver crystal. Um, who do I you change? Who do you I change? Feel, I feel like the biggest change that was in, at least as far as gold and silver went with the time jump was, um, was Koga became part of the elite four and his daughter took over the gym in Fuchsia city. So that would be a good, I think you could leave. I think you can leave that, and I think she becomes an ally. Mm-hmm. I think you leave Blue uh, in charge of the Viridian Gym. Uh huh. Um. Though I guess if you're telling Ash's story, it wouldn't be Blue. You would. It would be mm-hmm. Gary. So yeah, maybe you put Gary at the Viridian Gym. Um. Because I can't. You can't. If Giovanni's still at the Viridian gym and like Ash's whole thing is that like I'm going to get Giovanni, he would just go beeline to the Viridian gym. Yeah, go two times like, up, just handle And it. like, where's Giovanni? Like, I'm ending this. You've been tormenting me for you've been tormenting me for however long. <laughs> you've been you've been tormenting me for a decade, whatever. Um even though it's been twenty five, almost thirty years. Um, trying to think too, as far as but you, go. Uh, I had someone for Blaine and I just lost it. Just somebody quirky and is ridiculous for fucking Blaine. Um, I lost it. I'll, I will, whatever, when we come back with a list for our next episode. Um, but yeah, so like, so yeah, so that's how I would do it. I don't, I don't have a casting for Brock right now. I guess Brock, you, could, I would have to like have a list in front of me. Um, 
But yeah, um, Finn Wolfhard is Ash. The redheaded chick from It can play Misty. We have Kate McKinnon and and Bill Hader as Jesse and James. Adam Sandler as Meow. That's our most solid casting for this whole thing. Like almost like if Netflix comes up with a better idea for like the kids, cool. But like our most solid is like it has to be Bill Hader, Kate McKinnon, and Adam Sandler as yeah. Like it's almost like we're gonna be disappointed if they don't cast them. It's like just do it. Just Netflix. Just fucking do it. And then yeah. So then so then yeah. Yeah, so then Gary, Gary's the leader of Viridian Jim. Um, I guess you can have Brock or Brock's dad back at Pewter. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, or, so or like that. Of, or even one of his siblings, if you want to go that route. And like that, so like that's how, like, so like the beginning can all, you know, Instead of like him winning them over and them joining the journey, it's like him going and being like, well, I'm doing this again. And then being like, all right, like, let's get our traveling shoes on. And Um, so, yeah, he battle, he battles whoever gets the boulder badge. They head to Cerulean. Misty's there getting the band back together. All right. Beats Misty gets the cascade badge. And he's just like, all right, easy part's over. You know, joking with his friends, you know, mm-hmm. easy part's over. You know, now let's do this. And like, maybe this is where we introduce a couple of those existent, non-existent badges. Oh, that would be cool. That would be fun. And like, Ash takes like a, to- you know, a, a different, a slightly different route this time. Because Gary had 10 badges, even though you only needed eight. <laughs> In the games, you can only get eight. So but Gary had ten. The weather's actually probably going to start getting real bad soon within the next half hour. But but you know, so I'm going to cut this in a little bit. But to kind of you know, the last kind of topic I've got here is in obviously in the anime series, the the Pokemon League was not a Elite Four. It was not like in the um in the games. Cause I know, I know Bruno came out like Bruno was part of it and things like that, but you had your, it was basically tears. It was like your top like 40 down to 15. Like, you know, that's how they did it in the anime. Do Do we go that route again with the Pokemon league or do we, even if it's just in mention or do we go with an elite four where we've got Lorelei and Bruno. And like I said, if you know, in sil- in silver, gold, and crystal, you know, Koga left and became part of the Elite Four. Like, do we kind of do we keep him there? You know, with with an Elite Four and Lance, and like Lance comes back and also helps out, or do we stick with the authentic? You know, not authentic, but the anime authenticity of it's just a competition for everybody to jump in and see how far you can get. What if we merge the two? And we do something where, like, the Elite Four are, like, the four most recent past champions. Okay. That want to stay on. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just... And maybe it's something where, like, yeah, to get to the, to get to the Pokemon League, which, is the, which will be the competition mm-hmm. thing here... Um, you uh, you got to get the eight badges, or 
you've done this rodeo once or twice before, and this is a, this is another go around. You can bypass that if you feel like it at, and maybe we like cap it off at, maybe we say like five badges. Mm-hmm. Uh, get five badges again, but then you got to beat the elite four in succession. Like the first, like the, like in the games. Mm-hmm. And then if you beat the elite four, then you have automatic entry to the Pokemon League. I like that. I actually, I like that a lot. And I especially like, you know, you saying like past champions that decide to stay on. And I would even say, keep Lance, keep Lance as part of the elite four. And then he kind of recruits. Like he kind of like, he's the one that heads it all up where he's still there. And also yeah. kind of swinging back where this is such, it's such an obscure, it's not even an obscure character. It's just Lance. Like it's just Lance who was part of the elite four. And then he yep. helped, he helped, helped out silver or helped, helped out um gold in, Silver and gold, where Zach Efron is Lance. I like that. <laughs> like bring Zach yeah. Efron as Lance. Yeah. And he's and he's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a Lieutenant Surge kind of deal where Ash has met him. Ash is, you know, he's done he's done some things. Lance has helped out. Cause I think in the anime, Lance has helped out a few times. Um, and then you kind of like he's just an, he's another adult figure for Ash to like, hey, I know shit's hard. But let's, you know, if you need anything, just, just give me a call. Like here's again, here's my number on your poker phone. And that's, that's kind of the way, you know, you, you can, yeah. include, or you can include characters from the games and the anime without uh-huh. making it so cut and dry. Like, yeah, you know, that's why I asked about the elite four. Cause I like the combination of the two to kind of make it a little bit more cohesive, but still attract like fans like us who are fans of the games and fans of the Indigo League, you know, anime up up to whatever point they're at and whatever they did with that, but still kind of make it an original kind of telling where it's like, okay, because even maybe if like when Ash was 10, you're, you know, you had your Elite Four. It was Bruno and Lorelai and Agatha and Lance, and that was your Elite Four. But now time has passed, and now here's how we do things to make things a little bit more cohesive with the times. And you have Zac Efron with his fucking doofy cape and his three Dragonite. <laughs> and he's just and there. And only got one is. Dragonite. Only got one Dragonite. <laughs> We're not going to do this game. We're not going to do the game bullshit. Where you're sitting there as when we were actually 10 playing this game, screaming at a Game Boy going, just go, don't run, don't bring out another Dragonite. Stop. Unless, unless like, you know, we do a joke where like Ash comes across like, you know, like instead of like, you know, like a bird keeper, Toby, it's like a Pidgey trainer, Mark. (laughs) And he's just got six Pidgey and Ash is like, really? Another. Why am I? That's why did role. you let why did you let me do Pikachu Thunderbolt? That's <laughs> oh no, this one will get it. No, it won't. Pikachu Thunderbolt. Why did you, you guys know let what? me do this? As far as like being someone who wants to be cast in these things as ridiculous roles, that's the role I want. I would want to be like electrician Joe, and all I have are six Magnemite. And that's just that's what I have. And or like five Magnemite and one Magneton. Just kind of like it's like, uh, hold you, on, I got you. And you know what I want to be? I want to I want to be the dude that's at every gym. Yo, <laughs> champ in the making. <laughs> so literally, like, 
so like when Ash walks into the Pewter City gym, like having that, like he walks into a lobby and I'm sitting behind the desk and I'm like, oh, yo, Ash. And I'm just at every fucking gym. Every, at every gym. <laughs> because it's, obviously we have, we have Nurse Joys. We still have Officer Jenny's. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, we can have the running joke that maybe it's, you know, the same actress just playing Nurse Joy and, and, and Officer Jenny. And then, yeah, I'm just the dude in, like, the lobby of every gym. Just like, hey, Ash! What's up, dude? And he's like, are, are you the same dude? Like, I don't know. Am I the same dude? <laughs> All right, whatever, man. What's going on here? <laughs> just like, oh, oh cool, yeah. Cool, cool, dude. I just... <laughs> oh, yeah, so Celadon Gym, they changed. Uh, it's, um, it's now steel tight. So... <laughs> Enjoy that. Have fun. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, they're not doing anything in there. So if you want to go ahead, you can go ahead. If you need to go back to the Poke Center, switch out some Mons, man. You can it's, do that. It's, it's funny, too, that you use Celadon as the example because dudes weren't allowed in the Celadon gym. In the game, I'm pretty sure they mentioned something about it in the anime where it's just like there were no dudes allowed. So you're just like, because I think in, in the game, too, that guy was at the, uh, he was at the casino. He was at the game corner. He was like, hey, man, they don't allow dudes over at, uh, over at the Celadon gym, so I'm just here, and it's grass type, so go have, have fun, man. And just, like, it's still the same thing. It's like, they don't let me over there, dude. Like, still, they change types. They still don't let me over there. So I'm here playing. Or no, and <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm not in the lobby there. I'm outside. I have, like, a little tent. <laughs> I, have, like, a li- I have a little, like, security booth with, like, a little fan or, like, a little AC. And I'm just like, yeah, dude. Yeah, they still don't let me in there. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's grass type. I but you already I'm knew that. You, I would I would love to be one of the ridiculous ones like fire breather dick. Um, <laughs> 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 just one of the most ridiculous characters. That's what, dude. That's all I've ever wanted. When it comes to like, I want to be cast in a movie or a TV show. Like, I still stand by. I want to be cast as Porkin's nephew in Star Wars. I don't know how you make it canon that Porkins had a nephew and he, you know, he died fighting going against the first death star, but he's got a nephew and here's big boy Ty just sitting there. It's like, yeah, my, my uncle was Porkins. <laughs> like that's just, that's, that's kind of, that's what I want is I just want a ridiculous role. Like Stormtrooper eight, like just things like that. Where, Oh, okay. I got it. So you know how they would always do like the joke in the anime where like, uh, the 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 crew would be like told some bit of information, and then like Ash or, or uh, Misty or Brock would be like, "Oh yeah, I knew that," and then Ash mm-hmm. would be like, well, "Why didn't you tell me?" <laughs> we could play into that. So like after Ash gets his fourth badge, so it will be four badges after Ash gets his fourth badge because he's done this once or twice before. Um, you know, he runs into Lance, and Lance tells him like, "Oh yeah, we're doing this new thing, the Elite Four. You got four badges." You can beat us in succession, straight access to the Pokemon. And like, you know, Brock would be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. You guys consulted with me or something or like, you know, make some joke. And then Ash can just be like, you knew about you knew about this. Yeah, You couldn't say that four days ago. <laughs> you know, it would have been. And then Brock was like, well, you know, I thought you wanted training. He's like, yeah, I want training, but. You know, like maybe we do something where, like, partway through, like Giovanni is like going to be at like 
in the tournament. So then maybe it's something where Ash is like, yeah, but the whole point now is to get to the tournament. <laughs> if I can, if I can do this elite four thing and, you know, maybe he's like a little cocky of himself. Cause you know, he's the Alola champ. <laughs> um, but you know, he's like, but you know, if I do this elite four thing, you know, then I can just spend all this time training instead of collecting badges, which is kind of the same thing, but whatever, you know, just like, you know, just do some joke about it. And then Ash gets his ass kicked and he's like, Oh, all right, this is going to be hard, hard. And so it's just like every time he does another badge, he tries for the E4 again. And then maybe we do it that he collects all eight badges. And then he's just like, I'm still going to do the Elite Four because I'm going to beat them. I'm I'm down with that. So I can hear the thunder rolling in through my headphones. So listen, right, everybody, brother. thank you. Thank you guys for listening. And um, you can you can find us on our own channel. If you're here, like, subscribe, rate, do everything you need to do. Um, we will be doing more of this soon. And we're definitely coming back with our uh, fan cast list live action pokemon next episode yes i want to where we are both dead set i know both of our lists are going to have our team rockets set on both sides because that's they're just such great ideas and we can't we can't not have that and we'll we'll go back and forth and uh and see what see what we get out of this here and see what we can come up with Um, i'm excited yeah and i'll hopefully i'll be coming back with some more notes next week i'll be i'm back i'm back on my shit I'm back on my game. I'm going to come back with some stuff here. Um, let's definitely talk Ghostbusters next week because I could. I wanted to talk about it, but with the storm rolling in, I don't want to. I don't want to lose connection here. Um, Ghostbusters trailer yeah. looks great. Paul Rudd is amazing. Yeah, looks like it's going to be fun. Yes, I, I can't. I can't wait for it. I'm, I'm so excited for this movie. Um, I've been trying to find the Ghostbusters cereal and Twinkies because they're releasing. <laughs> afterlife specific Twinkies. Like I don't even do Twinkies are gross. They were cool. When we were kids. Now they taste like garbage, but I want them. I want a box of it. That's just, I, I need to have it. Same with the cereal, dude. I'm I probably not going to eat it, but I, I need to have it. That might be like that. my collection is just going to be things that can go bad. My collection is going to be stamped perishables. And that's what I'm going to have for the rest of my life. But again, thank you guys for checking us out. We will we will be back on next week. We're getting I'm getting back on my bullshit here. We'll be back on the schedule. So we love you guys. Thank you for checking us out and tell your friends. And you can also get your This Is Entertainment shirt at the uh, at the merch store, which is if you're watching on YouTube, is floating around at the bottom. And buy a shirt. Yeah, buy a shirt. So support you. <laughs> you watching right now? But and, you. you know, and we'll and we'll come buy back. a shirt. We'll come back with some more stuff next week. So again, thank you guys so much. And we hope you have a great day.